Hello everybody and uh, welcome back to my channel or welcome back to my podcast if you're listening to this episode in the audio version only. My name is Rex, I'm a Western Tropical Astrologer and today we are going to be diving into the astrology of May 2023. What a month! What a month, folks! Get ready! Get ready for a month chock full of events at a collective level and also on an individual level. What is going on this month? Eclipse season continues. It continues with a full moon lunar eclipse at the beginning of the month on the 5th of May in Scorpio. This one is probably going to put the spotlight on power dynamics, the distribution of power, um, the stock market, uh, behind the scenes politics, and probably also buried kind of like undercurrents impacting the economy, resources, food, um, and also the relationship between our psyche and our physical bodies. Jupiter, the great benefic, this month is going to change signs and uh, it's going to go into Taurus. I'm actually quite excited uh, for this. Um, the last time when Jupiter was in Taurus was between June 2011 and June 2012. So the Great Benefic is saying pay more attention to the rhythm of uh, your bodies. Listen to your bodies. Learn about the bodies. Learn how to enjoy the slow and steady rhythm of life in connection with the body. Mars, planet of action, moves into um, Leo. This is happening on the 20th of May. Finally, Mars is out of Cancer. Mars doesn't like to be in, in, in Cancer, so um, Mars does have more affinity with, uh, with Leo, so to, uh, so to speak. However, the second part of the month <laughs> with Mars and Leo uh, is going to be absolutely explosive. Um, and especially at a collective level uh, with Mars um, squaring Pluto um, and also squaring Jupiter and the nodal axis. So Mars is going to very, very strongly activate these themes of, of uh, power, uh, power to the people, um, fights for power, fights between uh, large groups of people. Um, I see the potential for intense clashes over matters connected with food, access to resources, uh, and potentially even matters connected with the physical body and uh, the idea of property. So how people connect with, with this notion of property. Sometimes, however, uh, a breakdown um, and a clash is needed in order to move things forward, in order to advance, in order to progress. So May is a tumultuous month, uh, astrologically, and of course, the tension, because there will be quite a bit of tension, uh, it can mess up the rhythm of our bodies. It could even disrupt our sleep, especially around the time of the eclipse. Add to that the fact that Saturn, the great taskmaster, um, the planet that tells us where our work is, um, Saturn is now in Pisces, it entered Pisces uh, in March, and this three-year-long transit of Saturn through Pisces asks us to get very serious about rest, about sleep, and about our mental health. And they are all related. After, uh, after all, there is so much research pointing uh, out the connection between um, a lack of sleep or poor sleep and uh, mental health-related um, struggles. So 
also if we're not well rested obviously we can't make um decisions that are well thought um, we we may act from a more kind of like fight or flight perspective so it sleep is absolutely absolutely essential for our well-being from so many different standpoints now what do i do to make sure that i get a good night's sleep um i meditate and i know that i've mentioned this in the past but i feel like i have to say it i have to say it again um it helps uh, it it helps stop my mind from racing um it calms my nervous system and it also raises my vibration all of you folks out there who are into manifestation um you know how an elevated vibration is one of the tools that i use for my practice for my meditation practice and it also um positively influences my uh, my sleep um one of the tools that i use is aura um and uh, i want to take this moment uh, i want to take a moment to thank aura for sponsoring this uh this video my husband is actually the one who introduced me to aura um he is um someone who went on very little sleep until his mid 30s and now he uses aura almost religiously and he does sleep he sleeps for longer basically he used to go he used to sleep for like 4 or 5 hours a night and now he uh, he sleeps for 7 hours a night now what is aura aura is a new mindfulness and sleep app that won the best of apple award and it's used by over 7 million people It's an all-in-one app for your well-being and sleep. It has thousands of meditations, uh, stories, and so much more, like uh, CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, um, snippets, life coaching, and even breath work. Aura's content is created by hundreds of expert coaches and therapists around the world. What made Aura stand out to me? It's not a one size fits all like other apps. There's so much variety, uh there's so much personalization. Um Aura knew what guides I would like. Um I can find so many tracks that I love. Um it contains the work of hundreds of coaches, therapists, storytellers. My personal favorites on uh, on the Aura app are um the guided uh, morning and of course uh, the guided evening meditations. I personally feel like they set me up energetically to a space of calm, peace, and gratitude. What I also like about uh, Aura is that it's intelligent and personalized. Um it uses billions of data points to personalize the experience for you to make it as effective as possible um in order to improve your sleep and well-being. You can get started um completely for free um on Aura's website using my special link in the description box and also in the pinned uh comment below the video the first 500 people get free trial plus an exclusive 25% off now folks before we dive into the update for each of the 12 zodiac signs let me remind you the following I strongly 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 recommend that you listen to the update for your rising sign. If you don't know what your rising sign is, then please ask your mom or uh or check your birth certificate. Um get your time of birth, obviously you know your date and place of birth, and uh you can go online on sites like astro.com or um astroseek and generate your natal chart. But you do need the accurate time of birth for that. 
And once you have your natal chart, you're going to know what your rising sign is and you can listen to the update for your rising sign. If you want to work with me, you can find me on my website, which is written in the stars-astrology.com. I am a full-time consulting astrologer. I work with clients one-to-one. Um, if you have not had your natal chart analyzed and interpreted before, I do generally recommend starting off with that. Why would you... Um, want to have someone uh, to have an astrologer analyze your natal chart because uh, that is uh, one of the best tools for self-knowledge and self-awareness and understanding the natal chart also helps us reconnect with our soul's intentions as well as with our mission and purpose it's i want to say um for most people um a really special and um life-changing experience to see themselves reflected in the cosmos. Um, understanding your natal chart can help you um, really integrate your strengths, your potential, um, understand what your potential is, understand where your lessons are in this lifetime, understand what is your karmic mission and purpose um, here. Um, the natal chart can also reveal patterns, um, patterns that um, may otherwise be very hard to uncover, or it could take a lot of self-reflection, a lot of digging, a lot of investigating in order to bring them to, to the surface. And I think it was Carl Jung that said, until you make the subconscious conscious, it will direct um, your life and you will call it fate. So um, having someone interpret your natal chart can bring a lot of the material that exists in your subconscious to the surface. And you can become the objective observer who has access to this information. And based off of that, you can make much better informed um, choices in your life. So uh, in my work with clients, uh, I do natal chart analysis and interpretation. Um, I also do forecasting. So I work with a combination of techniques to help you understand what life chapter you're in, how you can best prepare for it, how you can make the most of upcoming opportunities, or how you can better prepare for potential challenges, what types of energies you're likely to deal with. And as I said, I use a combination of techniques for that, uh, not just transits, which are obviously what we work off of in general horoscopes here, uh, but also techniques such as uh, annual perfections, um, the firdaria, uh, solar arc directions, secondary progressions, and more. Um, I also do compatibility uh, readings, um, astrocartography. So if you're interested in seeing how certain places around the world, if you were to relocate to them or if you were to travel there, how they activate your um, your natal chart. So once again, you can find me um, for, um, for your astrological uh, questions uh, and uh, not just connected with the natal chart, but also with your head compatibility, astrocartography and so on. You can find me on my website, which is written in the stars-astrology.com. At the time when I'm filming this, um, I am taking bookings for the month of June. Let us go into the um, most significant astrological events of May 2023. What is going on? So on the 1st of May, Pluto is going to go retrograde uh, until the 10th of October. Uh, Pluto is obviously a very, very slow uh, moving planet. Um, so because it's a slow moving planet and uh, also a transpersonal planet, um, 
you are less likely to feel the retrograde um, unless, unless Pluto activates, Pluto triggers one of your personal planets or angles. The personal planets are the Sun, uh, the Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and the angles are obviously the ascendant, descendant axis and the midheaven IC axis. Pluto going retrograde is more significant, I dare say, at a collective level. We are starting to kind of like put the brakes on some of the technological uh, advancements, on some of the um, developments that have started to take place within society ever since Pluto went into Aquarius at the end of March. On the 4th of May, Venus squares Neptune. Uh, Venus in Gemini squares Neptune and Pisces. Um, this makes me think of sweet talk, but no substance, um, disillusionment in love possibly, or um, <laughs> lovers lying to each other. So uh, careful not to fall for an illusion around this time. On the 5th of May, we obviously have a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio at 14 degrees, 57 minutes of Scorpio. Um, those of you who have fixed uh, planets or angles in the natal chart around 14, 15 degrees of uh, obviously fixed signs, Scorpio, Taurus, Aquarius, Leo are likely to feel this eclipse the most. Look back at what was going on in your life uh, last year in 2022 uh, from the last week of August until the 10th of September. This is when the nodal axis uh, reached the degree of the eclipse, which is happening now in May. And also look back at the eclipse that took place on the 25th of October last year, because that was a solar eclipse in Scorpio. And now we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So things are kind of like coming full circle. Mars, the dispositor of the eclipse is very nicely aspected to both Uranus and Neptune. So really harmonious aspects from two major players in the sky, two uh, transpersonal planets. Mm, I'm liking this. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing relief. I'm seeing, um, a sense of solutions coming up that are very close to people's ideals. Um, I'm seeing the energy of, of saving something and of forgiving something uh, also and, and uh, of surrender and soothing things and, and releasing maybe pent up anger and releasing frustrations. However, Mercury is still retrograde. So I dare say that we don't have all the data yet. We don't have all the facts yet. And there is still quite a bit to figure out from um, a rational analytical uh, perspective in terms of how things are going to um, are going to work out. Um, Mars is going to square Jupiter and Aries. So there, let's put it this way. There's still a chance for um, impulses to take over and for us to be a little bit more rash than we should be or than it serves us to be, I, I dare say. 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus transits through Cancer. So at a collective level, we are likely to enjoy um, maybe spending time with family, reconnecting with roots and the past. 9th of May, the Sun conjuncts Uranus and Taurus, probably an, an important day at a collective level for the economy, maybe some important um, news from an economical, uh, from a finances and the economy perspective. 13th of May, Venus trines Saturn and Pisces. This is what I uh, see as solid, solid, enduring love and enduring connections and partnerships. 
Middle of May, Mercury goes direct in Taurus on the 15th of May. Finally, finally, um, Mercury goes direct after three weeks of retrograde. <laughs> And Mars will try Neptune in Pisces. So kind of like uh, the energy of fighting and winning at defending something or protecting something that is um, very close to our ideals or a portion of society or, or defending and protecting a portion of society that feels um, victimized or that has been suffering, I'd, uh, I'd say. 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024, Jupiter goes into Taurus. And of course, Jupiter has not been in Taurus since uh, 2012. Jupiter takes 12 years to go full circle around the Zodiac. Um, do I believe that um, things are likely to become a little bit more stable with Jupiter and Taurus from um, an economical perspective? Yes. Yes, I do. I do believe that. But We'll see. We'll see. Jupiter will square Pluto in Aquarius from the 17th until the 21st of May. Um, Jupiter-Pluto aspects are generally associated with wealth and um, significant abundance and big kind of like riches. But because it's, it's a tense aspect, I dare say that... Um, there could be certain, let's say, countries or states that access buried resources, but then they feel like <laughs> very reluctant to share them with others. So there could be a tendency to hide or to bury or to try to like shield resources, to shield uh, resources that could be a source of great wealth, um, folks. Newman and Taurus on the 19th of May, uh, also active three days before, three days after, very nicely aspected to Mars and Neptune once um, once again. Um, new initiatives connected with food, resources, and maybe even the physical body, possibly new uh, laws in, in this direction also. Mars goes into Leo on the 20th of May until the 10th of July. And uh, on the 21st of May, it will oppose Pluto in Aquarius. So big kind of like power clashes and fighting intense in like incredibly intense fights between groups of people and maybe the elites or those in power. So the intensification of, of battles, maybe even like to the point of like life or death is possible around this time. Uh, the sun on the 21st of May is going to go into Gemini and trine Pluto in um, in Aquarius. Um, I dare say that um, there will be groups of people that are very happy with the results of certain fights and of certain battles. Uh, there, there seems to be also kind of like a sense of like celebration around news connected with certain maybe battles that have been won, I'd, I'd say. 23rd of May, Mars will square Jupiter in Taurus. Um, fighting for our beliefs, defending our belief system, and defending um, a source of great abundance, very possibly, at a collective level. 25th of May, Mars squares the nodal axis. Mars is at the bendings, as uh, as they say. Um, it may feel like collectively, collectively we're a little bit stuck. We're a little bit stuck in between what needs to be released and what needs to be built uh, in order to uh, strengthen foundations uh, from a financial and resources perspective. And 27th of May, Jupiter will conjunct uh, the North Node in Taurus. Um, the North Node is considered to emphasize the, the strength, the power of a benefic. So this is probably quite a 
lucky day to circle in your calendars, I, I dare say. And 28th of May, the sun will square Saturn in Pisces, uh, an illumination of, of uh, failures and of what we have not been doing well enough collectively to help those who can't help themselves or to help maybe uh, or to to protect certain aspects of, of the planet or of, of the world um, that have been giving us too much. So I'm thinking of nature, I'm thinking of the oceans. Um, we might realize that we yeah haven't haven't done enough and obviously i i suppose that's almost a little bit of a cliche to say um there could be news that reminds us all of how we are supposed to do better to protect what has given us a lot and has therefore reached a point of imbalance of imbalance i'd uh, i'd say now let us dive into the update for each of the 12 zodiac signs my dear aries aries suns and aries risings what does may 2023 have in store for you a lot is going on this month aries in your financial life astrologically speaking the full moon lunar eclipse coming up on the 5th of may is activating your financial axis mercury is retrograde until the middle of the month in your second house of income so I'm, I'm referring mostly, as you folks know, to Aries risings. And last but not least, Jupiter is going to enter for the first time in 12 years. It's going to enter your second house of income, middle of May. To be very precise, on the 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024. This is a very, very, very important event. Um, it's actually the astrological event that I'm the most excited for you um, about this uh, this month, my, my dear Aries. But, but let me not get ahead of myself. I'm going to take a little bit of a step back and walk you through the most important events of this month. So let's talk about the Mercury retrograde. Mercury which is the messenger planet, the planet of communications, um, the planet of learning, the planet that rules transportation. In your chart, Aries, especially Aries risings, Mercury um, rules your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and health and your third house of, of neighbors, of uh, short distance travel, of, of cars, bikes, and so on. So with the Mercury retrograde, in your second house of income until the middle of the month, until the 15th of May, you are likely to experience still, still, I want to say some challenges or some delays when it comes to moving forward with your goals and with your plans that involve maybe payment or expenses. from a work-related perspective, but also from the perspective of short distance traveling and transportation. So let me give you an example. If you were expecting to sell your car, let's put it this way. If you're expecting to sell your car super quickly, uh, or in general, if you are waiting to sell something, if you were hoping that you would find a buyer very quickly, you may 
find yourself in a little bit of a stuck kind of um, spot, at least until the middle of the month with Mercury retrograde. If you were waiting to get paid after selling something, there could be some hiccups along the way until the middle of the month, but things are likely to be cleared up from the middle of the month onwards. You may have to redo some paperwork connected with sales and purchases and connected with the financial aspect, obviously, with Mercury retrograde in this part of your chart. You may have to pay once again for some repairs for your car, or for your preferred uh, mode of transportation until the middle of the month, I strongly, strongly advise against purchasing a car or a bike or any um, vehicle, let's put it this way, with Mercury retrograde, because Mercury is actually the ruler of your third house of transportation, and you may end up paying more on fixing the car or on fixing the bike or, or something like that, then you thought you would, or you might just have to like take it back and say, I need, uh, I need to get a new one. But do you want the hassle? Probably not. Uh, things are likely to get a little bit uh, lost in translation, um, especially when it comes to conversations around money and finances. So if you, if you are in the middle of, let's say, negotiating a contract at work or negotiating a, um, a deal or a raise or something like that, it may feel like you're not exactly, exactly, exactly on the same page, or it may feel like there's a lot of back and forth and possibly some misinterpretation and misunderstanding um, happening until the middle of the month, are you likely to have some old clients reach back to you until the middle of the month and say, hey, we've got just the right project for you and uh, it's gonna pay super, super uh, well also. With Mercury Retrograde, it is possible that people that you worked with in the past could reach, um, could reach out to you or you may feel inspired to reach out to them. And if that is the case, then I can only recommend that you go ahead and do so because that is a beautiful way of making use of the retrograde um, energy. I would keep an eye on expenses in general until the middle of the month. I would uh, keep an eye on um, your bank account, on your credit cards. Just make sure that you're not charged extra. Just make sure that you're not um, you're not falling prey to Mercury the trickster. Let's uh, let's put it this way. And 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 if you have been postponing spending some money for your health, if you know that you were due to get some blood blood tests, blood work done, if you know that you're supposed to go to the dentist or something like that. I dare say that until the middle of the month, you are probably going to find that uh, you may have to spend that money after all. <laughs> so my recommendation is go ahead, go ahead and, and um, schedule yourself uh, in, book yourself in uh, for that uh, checkup, for that medical um, checkup. From the middle of the month onwards, 15th of, of May onwards, Mercury goes direct uh, and things are likely to fall into place and to go a lot smoother when it comes to financial conversations, financial negotiations, and even negotiations with people at, um, at work. Now, obviously a big, big, big event of this month is the eclipse. Second eclipse of 
the season, so to speak. Um, 5th of May, it's active also a week before, a week after. Um, it is happening in your eighth house of shared assets, shared resources, other people's money, um, investments, inheritance, loans, and so on. It is activating your entire financial axis, so also your second house of income, not just your eighth house of shared assets and other people's money. It is happening at 14 degrees, 57 minutes of Scorpio, if I'm, um, if I'm not mistaken. Let me actually just quickly double check that. Why is this important? Well, if you've got planets in your natal chart, my lovely Aries, around 14, 15 degrees of fixed signs, you are likely to feel this, um, you're likely to feel this eclipse the most. So if you've got planets or even angles, the, the ascendant, the midheaven around 14, 15 degrees um, of fixed signs, which are Scorpio, Taurus, um, Leo, Aquarius, this eclipse is saying, hello, pay attention to me. Yes, that is correct. The eclipse is happening at 14 degrees, 57 minutes of, um, of Scorpio. I did not want to give you some, some wrong numbers here, hence why I uh, thought it would be best to double check. My recommendation for you, my dear Aries, uh, first and foremost, because it's a lunar eclipse, something is uh, completing, something is culminating, and uh, there is a high chance that something is coming to a close in your life. You are hitting a big milestone moment in your financial life, in your financial sector. Um, you could be uh, receiving an approval for a loan, for a mortgage. You could be clearing out debt around this time. You may hear significant news that uh, possibly alter the course of your life in some shape or form, uh, connected with um, inheritance or connected with a mortgage, um, especially since Mars, the dispositor of this eclipse, is in your fourth house of home and property. So you might secure a mortgage or you might clear out significant debt that allows you to have more money to spend on home matters, on your family, allows you to provide maybe better for, um, for your family. I do see um, a culminating moment financially for you and uh, and family members around this time. So it could be a partner, it could be uh, you and parents. It does feel like you are accomplishing something or maybe let's put it this way because eclipses have this this feeling of, of, of being, they give us the sense of being fated somehow. So of things outside of our control, taking shape, taking place and impacting us significantly. There is a high chance that this eclipse brings in um, an unexpected but pleasant surprise when it comes to closing up an important financial matter that impacts you and your family or that impacts you and your home property and real estate um, sector. If you were waiting, uh, it, let's say, for a mortgage to be approved and it was delayed, now you could uh, get um, the big the big news, the auspicious news, I dare say, around this time, uh, you might also find yourself in a, in a better position financially. Um, there's also a possibility that your partner could receive some, especially if you have a life partner, they could receive some positive news connected with their financial sector that allows you to channel some of that money, to, to use some of that money together um, when it comes to real estate, property, and, um, and so on. It could feel like a crisis is over a financial crisis is over. Um, something that impacted both you and your family life. Um, maybe a financial crisis is, is over, is coming to an end um, when it comes to your living situation as well. So you may feel like, okay, 
I'm out of this pickle, uh, or I feel like I've, I've solved something that was uh, very, very uh, stressful connected with my home and, uh, and living situation. Mars, the disposer of the eclipse, is very nicely aspected to Neptune in the 12th house. So I do feel like this is a time when you are releasing, you're letting go of something that was um, a burden somehow of a financial nature, but maybe uh, it was also a burden from an emotional perspective uh, when it comes to your past, your home life, your real estate and your living situation. This is also a time when I see a sense of forgiveness connected with family uh, members. Um, you may have an aha moment uh, on a psychological um, level. You may have that that sense of I've, I've, I've grabbed the, the deeply buried insight that um, explains why I was feeling so anxious, so stressed, so tense. So now I can let it go. Now I can release this sort of like emotional burden coming from my past that was weighing very, very heavily on my, um, on my shoulders. A big release, a release of stress, a release of emotional tension, and also the release of pressure of a financial nature uh, or uh, the release of pressure connected with shared assets, inheritance, and shared um, resources around this time. Um, this is probably not not uh, completely new, um, the energy that is brought up at the time of this eclipse. Why? Because Mercury is going to be retrograde at the time. So I do feel like you've been dealing with this issue of a financial nature and connected with your home life and your private life for quite some time. I would also recommend looking back at uh, 2022, especially the period from the last week of August until the 10th of September and the period around the 25th of October, week before, week after, um, because this eclipse coming up in May may feel very much tied in with these periods in 2022. It may feel like the eclipse in May is bringing things to a close. The issues that came up on your radar lost, uh, lost ear, my dear, um, my dear Aries. What else is going on this month? Well, I did tell you, I did tell you that I'm very, very excited about Jupiter going into your second house of income. Jupiter is the great benefic, folks. The great benefic, the great protector, the bringer of good luck, of uh, opportunities, the great explorer. Um, Jupiter says. How have you been underestimating yourself, uh, my lovely Aries? So Jupiter, for the first time since June 2012, let me quickly double check that. Jupiter, let's see, let's see, let's see. So for the first time in, in, in 12 years, it's going into your um, second house of income, uh, self-worth and self-esteem. Why is this significant? Because essentially you are in for a year, all the way until the last week of May of 2024, you are in for a year of opportunities to make more money, to increase your sense of self-worth, to increase your confidence, to boost your self-esteem, and to really make the most of your talents, to monetize them, I dare say. So indeed, the last time when Jupiter was in Taurus was between June 2011 until June 2012. So ask yourselves, Aries, what was I doing financially throughout this period? And did I take a big step up? Did I push um, Did I push myself to try out something new? Did I push myself to make more money? Did I push myself to monetize more what I've got? In your chart, Aries, Jupiter is the ruler of your ninth house and of your 12th house. So 
you are in for a year almost from the middle of May onwards um, in which you can make more money by utilizing your uh, academic knowledge or your uh, spiritual knowledge, your beliefs, uh, your connection with the divine, your personal life philosophy. You can also, on a more practical level, make more money by collaborating with people from abroad, by working in an international environment. So I would recommend kind of like pushing the boundaries of what you're currently doing um, financially and saying, can I... Uh, broaden my, my my scope of work? Can I cater my services to um, a foreign audience? Can I explore a different market? Can I um, maybe push myself to maybe travel more to find clients abroad, to work with people from, from um, a different office, an international office? It also feels like your worldview around money um, and, and self-worth is changing in the next... Um, in the next year and that's very very exciting because everything starts in the mind so you may feel more confident um and uh more aware of your of your resources of what you've got to offer to others throughout this period my dear aries therefore you are likely to to see a reflection of this in your bank account now because jupiter is going to be transiting what we call a, a uh, feminine sign taurus is a water sign my apologies taurus is an earth sign forgive me <laughs> slip of the tongue there um there there are many astrologers that say um that in this case um we have to make our own opportunities um when it comes to jupiter transiting through um a feminine sign, an earth or water sign, whereas if it were transiting um, a masculine sign, opportunities would come to us. So I say, go out there, make your own opportunities, put up your prices, ask for that raise, and also ask yourselves, uh, Aries, how can I capitalize more on what I know and on what I have learned? So these are probably some of the most significant events of this uh, of this month, astrologically. I'm going to go a little bit back in time and take you through some additional key dates to pay attention to my, uh, my lovely Aries. So 1st of May, uh, Pluto goes retrograde in your 11th house until the 10th of October. Um, now is the time, I want to say... Um, in which you're probably going to start integrating some of those deep changes, deep kind of like transformations that Pluto has already started probably bringing to your attention when it comes to your goals for the for the future and your plans for the future. Fourth uh, of May, um, Venus is going to square Neptune, Venus in your third house. And you may feel a little bit disappointed by your conversation with a romantic partner. You may feel a little bit misunderstood. And there is also a chance that uh, someone who you are attracted to could either lie to you or you might discover that they've, they've lied to you or they've been hiding some things from you. If you're going out on a date, I would recommend maybe not taking everything at face uh, at face value. This could also be a day when you're not necessarily feeling very optimistic about uh, your relationship sector, but um, my recommendation is not to wallow too much in that um, in that feeling, if, if I can put it this way, uh, because it's only um, an aspect that is going to last for one, uh, one day. 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus transits your fourth house of home and family and living situation. A beautiful time to host people at home, to reconnect with family members, um, to um, also, I want to say, 
spend some of your hard-earned cash on beautifying uh, the home, especially if this is something that you have been postponing, if you've been wanting to buy, I don't know, to buy that beautiful rug, to uh, paint uh, to paint your, your walls. Uh, Venus is kind of like bringing that extra dose of like, great taste into the uh, into the home my um my lovely aries so i am liking this transit a lot you may also enjoy spending more time at home with a partner i uh, i want to say throughout this period until the 5th of june 9th of May, the sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your second house, possibly a little bit of an unexpected expense, but it could be an unexpected expense connected with the fact that you may be having some fun, you might be going out, or an unexpected expense connected with your children if you have kids, Aries. 13th of May, Venus is trining Saturn. I love this. It feels like you are... Um, settling into a more comfortable, peaceful, enjoyable space at home. Um, it also feels like a relationship with a family member or a partner is is being strengthened and solidified. And you reach that sense of like peace and also harmony. And I want to say even forgiveness. This could also be a time when you build something at home um, with a lot of, of good taste, I want to um, I want to say so. Maybe you're kind of like redecorating and this day feels like a day of inspiration when you put your inspiration into practice at home. I mentioned that Mercury goes retrograde on the 15th of May. Uh, there's another thing happening on the 15th of May. Mars is trining Neptune. I feel like you are in a state of flow at home in a state of like going with the flow of feeling excited for where your home life is headed, your, your living situation, your property sector, and your relationship with family members is headed. I feel like you are um, very inspired and in taking action around, around this time at home. Uh, it also feels like you may take the initiative to smooth things up with a family member around this, uh, around this time, my dear Aries. 19th of May, three days before, three days after, there is a new moon happening in your second house of income. And let's see, let's see, let's see. It, it's very nicely aspecting Mars in your fourth house and Neptune in your 12th house. However, from the 18th of May uh, until the 21st of May, so kind of like at the time of the new moon, um, also, Jupiter will be squaring Pluto in your 11th house. So, so this is very interesting. 19th of May, I do see the possibility of you um, entering a new chapter financially. You may already see yourself uh, getting like a bump in your salary or you might have already put up your prices. It may feel like you're approaching your entire kind of like financial sector differently. Uh, you may feel... Um, excited to kind of like spend that cash, spend that money on home related matters, on like buying stuff for the home, on um, taking care of stuff for the family. Um, you may feel very, um, I want to say, privileged and in a way protected and lucky <laughs> financially around this time. But there's also possibility, there's also possibility um, around this time that you may realize on a more symbolic level um, that you are ready to leave behind 
an organization, a community of people, or a group of friends that are no longer aligned with you in terms of values and value system, my dear, uh, my dear Aries. So on a more symbolic level, it may feel like your values are changing and it is time to take a little bit of a step back or a step away um, from a community of people that you were very, very kind of like attached, uh, attached to, I, I want to say. It may feel like you need to take to take significant distance. 21st of um, 21st of May, um, well, this is interesting. This is a very tense, tense moment in time because on the 21st of May, Mars and Leo is going to oppose Pluto um, in your 11th house. Um, and on the 20th of May, Mars had, had just kind of like changed signs and it moved into Leo until the 10th of July. Uh, what's going on here? So 21st of May, maybe also the day before and the day after, or even like a couple of days before and a couple of days after, it does feel like you can have a massive fallout, a massive kind of like, shall we call it breakup with a friend or with a community or with a group of people. And it may feel like there's no other way but to cut ties with these people or with this particular person. You could feel betrayed or you could feel like there's no other way but to um, break away from the, the very kind of like intense, powerful connection that you had with either this friend or this group of people because this is getting in the way of your sense of enjoyment of life and your sense of happiness and your sense of fulfillment. Power struggles with friends around this time and also power struggles with, with um, the elites and maybe those in power within a community around this around this time. 23rd of May, Mars is squaring Jupiter and Taurus in your second house. I would also pay attention to the day before the day after. You may feel uh, really like lucky. <laughs> You might be feeling very blessed and lucky and um, in the mood for an extravaganza financially. Um, and you might be in a big kind of like spender mode. Careful, careful not to overdo it. This is a very excessive energy. Um, don't overdo it because you might end up in a little bit of a pickle or you might even end up feeling like you're taking some, some unnecessary risks here financially. Um, Mars is going to square the nodal axis on the 25th of May. Um, let's put it this way. You may be very keen to move forward with a passion project uh, quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, second half of second half of May. But it does feel like you need to readjust your approach to the whole financial sector in, in general, and especially to finances and assets that, that aren't just yours, but they belong to someone else. So let's say a joint bank account. It's like slow down if you don't want to get into like a fight or an argument with with your partner, for instance, slow down and take a little bit of a more cautious approach when it comes to, let's say, getting rid of that cash. Uh, let's uh, let's put it this way. 25th of my apologies, 27th of May, Jupiter will conjunct the North Node in your um, in your second house. A beautiful day, a day of good news, very likely um, financially. So the North Node and Jupiter are both connected with expansion. So I told you that you're you're growing financially. 28th of May, um, slow down on the road, um, or you might just feel 
slowed down on the road uh, if you're traveling um, by events outside of your control, my, my, dear, uh, my dear Aries. My dear Taurus, Taurus suns and Taurus risings, what does May look like for you? Well, I'll put it out there. You're pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, if you ask, uh, if you ask me, uh, the stars of this, uh, of this month, not just because the sun is in Taurus, but also because Mercury is retrograde in Taurus until the middle of the month. And on the 16th of May, Jupiter, the great benefic, goes into Taurus for the first time since 2012. So since June, to be very precise, since June of 2012, that is when Jupiter exited Taurus um, and moved into Gemini a while, a while back. So much to say about this month. <laughs> let's start, let's start with the very beginning. Let's talk a little bit about the Mercury, uh, the Mercury retrograde. So until the middle of the month, Mercury is still a retrograde in Taurus in your first house. Mercury for you um, rules your second house of income and your fifth house of fun, enjoyment, and romance. Until the middle of the month, you could be thinking a lot, Taurians, about past romantic partners. You could be reevaluating, reanalyzing your romantic life. You could be reevaluating what actually brings you joy and fulfillment. You could reevaluate and, and do a lot of um, looking inwards, internal analysis of your passions and hobbies, um, what gets you out of bed in the morning. You could also think a lot about past creative projects and past projects, activities, and maybe even people that brought you pleasure and enjoyment. Now, I'll put it this way. You know me, I'm, I'm like your internet mom, or at least that's, that's what I like to call myself. It's good, generally, to reevaluate um, or, or to do a little bit of like introspection, to um, do a post-mortem, so to speak, of the past, because that's how we learn, by reflecting on the past. But is it necessarily a great idea to bring the past back into your life. Mm, I'm not saying that it isn't, and obviously you have free will. But please keep in mind that once the Mercury retrograde is over, you might change your mind once again. So let's say you um, reminisce about um, a previous romantic relationship and you're like, mm, maybe it's a great idea to um, check in on this person and to uh, catch up and to maybe even have a date. And maybe you, you're gonna get some closure or maybe you're going to find that you do actually have a lot to talk about still. You've got a lot in common. Is it a great idea to say, let's do this again? Maybe, maybe not, but I would recommend waiting until at least the retrograde is over to take a final, final, final um, decision. That's that's my recommendation, Torians. 
you might also feel a little bit confused about where your financial life is headed. I'll, I'll just put it out there or there could be some misunderstandings, some some um, disagreements or misalignments in terms of communications um, on the financial front. So I would make sure I would double check that uh, the person that you're working with, clients, stakeholders are on the same page with you when it comes to financial matters and when it comes to getting paid, for instance. Jupiter goes into Taurus right after Mercury goes retro goes out of retrograde. So Jupiter goes into Taurus on the 16th of May and it's going to stay there until until the last week of May of 2024. The last time when Jupiter was in Taurus was between June 2011 and June 2012. Jupiter for you my lovely Taurians is the ruler of your 11th house and of your 8th house. So what is going on with Jupiter in your first house? brace yourselves, Taurians, for a year of positivity, enjoyment, optimism, abundance, abundance of friends, of friendship, um, personal growth, personal development, especially from a psychological perspective. Um, brace yourselves, and I say this in, in obviously like a... <laughs> Uh, in a in a good way, and I know it's it's not necessarily uh, used with a positive connotation, but um, here I am trying to be cheeky. Um, Torians, you are in for a very very exciting period of your life. Um, you may feel much more optimistic, much more excited about where your life is headed, much more excited to take on new challenges, to take on new goals, new projects, to, to meet with like-minded individuals, to be part of a um, collective of a group of people that can help you grow, that can help you um, advance in life, that can help you push the boundaries of what you thought you were capable of. This is a fabulous time to embark upon a journey of self-growth and self-development. And if you do this together with a group of people in a group type of setup, even, even, even uh, better. You might also be feeling a lot more confident in, in who you are, in your life, and you may feel like you are drawing a lot of um, knowledge and wisdom for the, for the year ahead from previous crises, um, Torians. You might also feel um, called if you haven't been doing this up until this point, Taurus, you might feel called to start learning a lot in the next year, to start growing and developing. Um, when it comes to investments and when it comes to increasing your level of, of abundance and prosperity through other people's resources, um, Taurians. It is a very, very, very exciting time. Um, are you likely to feel like you're being pushed out of your comfort zone? Yes, absolutely. Is this a time to take chances? Yes, absolutely. When the great benefic is on your side, I generally say, um, don't think small, think big. And now is the time to become more than who you thought you could become, my dear, uh, my dear Torians. Even if that means um, facing some of your fears, which is probably something that you are going to do. I'm going to go a little bit back in time and start from the very beginning of the month and take you through the most important events. 4th of May, um, Venus in your second house is squaring Neptune and Pisces in the 11th house. Taurians, I do believe that this could be a time when you might end up spending more than you initially thought you would uh, spend um, when you go out with your friends. Careful not to... Um, um, how should I put it? Not to end up feeling like you are sacrificing your income for your friends. I mean, 
let's say they're not necessarily in a, in a great position financially and you end up paying for their lunch or for their drinks and stuff like that you could feel a little bit a little bit taken advantage of financially by a friend around this time also you could feel a little bit um maybe disappointed with one of your friends because you're not exactly as aligned in terms of values and beliefs as you thought you were i um i dare say fifth of may week before week after lunar eclipse second eclipse of eclipse season um this year um we've got a lunar eclipse activating your finance my apologies your your relationship axis taurians it's an exciting time uh, relationship wise um some of you might be getting engaged some of you might be uh announcing um something very important to the outside world in connection with your relationship sector it does feel like fated events are taking place in your relationship sector um it does feel like there are news there's exciting news there's surprise news there's um revelations you seem to feel really confident about the news that you are revealing to the outside world about uh, your your partnership sector it could also feel like you're reaching a milestone moment in your relationship sector uh be it reaching a higher degree of commitment with your partner or or literally um materializing a relationship a commitment uh, to someone so if up until this point you weren't sure where a relationship was headed now you might feel like yes i believe in this and we are taking this to the next um level i'm liking the fact that you seem to uh be sharing um the big news about your partnership sector with your friends and you do seem to feel supported by them and it also feels like there's kind of like a reason for celebration it might also feel like you are um overcoming a crisis in your partnership sector you could also seal a very important deal um business-wise around this time so uh you could seal a business partnership like um you could sign a contract and it does feel like this is going to have an auspicious impact upon your goals for the future i want to say remember that mercury is retrograde so i would still if you're signing anything i would still be very very um uh, careful not to i don't know like misspell a name or have typos in the contract and have to basically redo the whole um redo the whole thing look back at what was going on in your partnership sector last year especially uh, from the last week of um August until the 10th of September and around the 25th of October week before week after because this eclipse is um likely to bring to a culminating point um relationship issues or topics or partnership issues or topics that were on your radar or that were brought to your attention last year at these particular um at these particular times your partner could also have something very exciting to let you know and it does seem to have the kind of like surprise effect upon you you may need to like readjust your plans for the future but you seem to feel energized by this so i'm i'm liking it overall Venus is going to move into Cancer in your 3rd house from the 7th of May until the 5th of June, a time of uh, enjoying um conversations, of uh, enjoying processes of of learning, of studying. You seem to feel inspired when it comes to um uh, sharing your opinions, sharing your point. You seem to feel inspired when it comes to creative writing for instance, and you might also enjoy taking some some road trips throughout this period. If you've got siblings, it may feel like the relationship with siblings is quite um smooth and pleasant and it's uh it's really a good time to get together with siblings. Uh 13th of May, uh you seem to um 
have a very productive day, um, a very productive brainstorm, maybe a very productive um, energy around your friends and around the communities that you're a part of. Um, maybe you're getting together and you're working on something collectively that you are very invested in and it feels like you're you're making a lot of progress. Maybe it feels like uh, you've, you've brought together like your minds, your heads, you've put together your heads, your brains, and the ideas that come out of the um, uh, engagement of several minds are are brilliant. Um, you might also finalize a creative project together with a group of people very successfully, I might say. So I'm liking this. On the 15th of May, not only uh, does Mercury go direct, but Mars is trining Neptune in your 11th house. So if you are presenting something to a group of people, if you're trying to persuade someone, if you're trying to like share your opinions and get them on your side, I dare say that you are likely to win them uh, to win them over. Um, you could also feel uh, inspired to reach out to your friends to, to um, let's say, get together and to um, suggest maybe like an outing. And they are likely to say yes. So it is a good time to um, enjoy socialization with friends, especially if you're organizing the social outing. 17th, I want to say, until the 21st of May, Jupiter, which is already in your first house, is going to um, square Pluto in your 10th house. Um, it does feel like this is a time to... Uh, outgrow some of your fears around transforming your career path. It does feel like you are ready to step into more into your power professionally. It does feel like you are ready to challenge existing power and authority figures in your career. And it may feel like there's there's a little bit of like, well, not a little bit, like there's significant friction between your beliefs and the beliefs of those in power in your professional life. So maybe bosses or someone like that. But um, you seem to feel ready to challenge that and say, I can do better or I'm, I'm ready to do more. Or I'm ready to do um, better. Um, an intensification of the energy of growth career wise around this time. That's what I'm seeing, which is really like pushing you. It's pushing your buttons psychologically. It's making you face your fears. But at the same time, you sense that there's great potential for growth here, my dear, uh, my dear Torians. New moon, 19th of May, three days before, three days after in your first house, a new beginning on a personal level. You're stepping into a new identity, a new persona. You are ready to share who you're turning into, who you're becoming uh, with the outside world. You are ready to, um, dream bigger and to take action and to take steps in the direction of your um, exciting goals for uh, for the future. From the 20th of May until the 10th of July, Mars goes into Leo in your fourth house. Uh, this can be a little bit challenging in terms of, it can be a challenging period in terms of conflicts with family members, possibly. You may be feeling very energetic around the house, but you may also be feeling like, hmm, I got to challenge my parents. I got to challenge existing um, let's say, uh, dynamics, relationship dynamics at home. Um, the sun goes into Gemini in your second house on the 21st of May and trines Pluto in Aquarius. Good news connected with your career around this time. You seem to feel appreciated. You seem to feel like you've scored a big win. But at the same time, at the same time, it also feels like you need to reconsider uh, if you've scored this big win career-wise. Um, you seem to, to be in need of reconsidering your home and living situation for whatever uh, for whatever reason, my dear, uh, my dear Torians. Maybe you need to move because 
you've just said yes to a big, I don't know, like director position, and that's going to require you to move or to travel for, uh, for work. Um, you may be feeling, um, very argumentative on the 23rd of May, careful, uh, not to rub family members the wrong way, or they could rub you the wrong way. And it may feel like it's not really getting anywhere on this, on this day. Uh, 27th of May, it may feel like you're stepping into an exciting opportunity of growth for you uh, on a personal uh, level. And 28th of May, this is not the day to be in, in, in the overspending uh, mood or mode. On the contrary, it may feel like you need to slow down with your expenses if you are to reach your long-term goals, I, I wanna say. My dear Geminis, Gemini suns and Gemini risings, what does May have in store for you? Well, it is a very exciting month. Um, there's a lot going on in the sky, folks. So, so, so much going on in the sky. So I'm just gonna dive right in. Mercury, which is your uh, chart ruler and the ruler of your house of home, is still retrograde until the middle of the month in your 12th house. So I wanna say there could still be conversations happening behind the scenes um, that you're maybe not aware of um, that seem to interfere with you enjoying a peaceful home and family life that seem to interfere with you just kind of like enjoying your, your your time spent at home in your sanctuary you could have all sorts of intrusive thoughts about your home and living situation about your parents about the past that kind of like keep you awake they could literally keep you awake they they might uh generate insomnia i i want to say um Careful not to self-sabotage with uh, old patterns of thinking that you might have inherited from your parents uh, or um, that you might have let's say accepted as a reason to hold yourself back from saying what you have to say, from doing what you what you want to do, from from stepping into your authentic uh, self. So there is a little bit of a challenge here around self sabotage, and especially thoughts that can lead to self sabotage that that you could be dealing with, especially Gemini risings until the middle of the month. My big recommendation is to write down what you think about throughout this period, journal, write things down, and then reflect upon these um, thoughts, these opinions and ask yourselves, Gemini's, is this a fact or is this an opinion? Um, is this the way I think, or is this the way my parents think? And I've just kind of like absorbed that from them. And that's the reason why I'm holding myself back. That would be my big, big, big um, recommendation, Gemini's. Um, another significant event happening this month in May, um, Jupiter goes into your 12th house all the way uh, from, from the 16th of May, all the way until the last week of May of 2024, probably one of the most important events of this uh, of this month astrologically and actually of this year because Jupiter is one of the slow moving planets. It's one of the um, theme generators in our life, um, if, if we can call them this way. Jupiter has not been in Taurus in your 12th house, Gemini's, uh, since June 2012, so the last time when it was transiting Taurus was between June 2011 until June 2012. And Jupiter for you rules your seventh house of relationships and your 10th house of career. 
Gemini's, it is time to be very honest with yourselves. Even if, even if it's not an easy thing, even if there's a lot of fear around that, um, from, from the middle of May until the last week of May of, of 2024, it's time to really be honest with yourself, um, Gemini's, and ask yourselves, what do I need to let go of in terms of beliefs, life philosophies, um, ways of thinking, ways of finding meaning? What beliefs do I need to release, to surrender, and to let go of when it comes to my relationship sector and when it comes to my career, I'd, uh, I'd say. Um, it may feel like you are, in a way, more kind of like positive and optimistic about letting go certain aspects, letting go of certain aspects of your relationship sector and letting go of certain aspects of your professional life throughout this period. It might just feel like it makes sense to do this. It might also feel like you are learning a lot in, in almost like a behind the scenes type of setup. Um, you're, you're gaining a lot of knowledge and wisdom and understanding of patterns that have been a cause of sabotage or patterns that have been holding you back from fulfilling your full potential in your professional life and also in your relationship sector, I'd uh, I'd say. I want to say that this period with, with Jupiter transiting your 12th house is also a time when it may feel like you grow a lot. You are growing and developing. There's a lot of opportunity to grow and to develop from a spiritual perspective and from the perspective of connecting with something beyond the 3D material reality. Jupiter in your 12th house also invites you for the next year to take it take it slow, take it easy, and maybe enjoy more rest, more relaxation, uh, and to enjoy periods of escaping from the day-to-day -day drudgery together with your partner. So to kind of like build your own bubble together with your, um, together with your partner, I, I want to say, is there a possibility that a secret relationship for some people could develop behind the scenes throughout this period? Very possibly, very possibly. Um, this is a great time to really be open, Gemini's, to insights that might come to you. So from the middle of May until the last week of May of, of 2024, be open to insights that come to you through your dreams, through your meditations, when you're not actively kind of like doing something intellectual, maybe when you are chilling in the in the bathtub or maybe when you are gardening or spending time in nature because these insights could be invaluable when it comes to both the evolution of your professional life but also the evolution of your relationship sector now let me go a little bit back in time so 4th of May, uh, Venus is squaring Neptune. I do believe you may feel a little bit underappreciated on this day by someone in a position of power, maybe by a boss. Uh, you could also feel a little bit disappointed with um, a boss or with a figure of authority because they haven't risen up to your ideal uh, when it comes to how you expected them to act, I, uh, I wanna say. Careful, very, very careful not to maybe take at face value what bosses say on this day um, so that you don't end up disappointed. You could also feel that they're being very ambiguous um, in, in some shape or form, or maybe they're hiding something from, from you. So I would take things with a little bit of a pinch of salt from, from bosses. 
5th of May, week before week after, a full moon lunar eclipse activating your uh, axis of work and service. I do believe that a lot of Gemini's, especially Gemini risings, could um, wrap up a job um, around this time. You could release an old job, you could release an old workplace and say, this is it, I am done, I'm letting go of this. Uh, it could also feel like you are wrapping up a very important project work-wise, but it feels like a milestone moment in your work life. It feels like more than just yeah, this is it. I'm I'm like uh, delivering the project to the client and it's done. No, it almost feels like this is this is kind of like a turning point for you work-wise. Maybe you're realizing that you no longer want to do what you have been doing so far uh, work-wise. Uh, people could leave. Your team could be restructured around this time. I do believe that there are you're in for some nice surprises work-wise as well, especially from a financial perspective. Maybe there's like a like a, an unexpected opportunity coming up work-wise that leaves you in a better position financially. Um, it may feel like this is the time to really release the existing work circumstances that you've been in because there's better things to aspire to career-wise because the the disposter of the eclipse is very nicely aspected to Neptune so if there's a feeling of releasing and letting go and going with the flow in the direction of something closer to your ideals work-wise this could also be a time of healing health-wise I want to say uh, Gemini's maybe when you feel like you are discovering what has been sabotaging your health 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus transits cancer in your second um, in your second house of, of income. You may attract more money, more abundance throughout this period. And you could also feel inspired to spend more money on things that bring you joy, that bring you pleasure, and maybe also on... Um, let's see let's see let's see on romantic um let's say affairs so maybe taking your partner out for a date or you could feel very generous with your children throughout this uh period i'm liking the 13th of may it feels like you are being very appreciated at work on this day and you're receiving either a round of applause or you're receiving some really good news financially um you could feel like a boss appreciates your your creative input also um, Mercury goes direct middle of uh, middle of May and Mars will try Neptune in your house of career on this day. I like this because it feels like an action and maybe like an initiative that you've taken career wise turns out better and kind of like closer to your ideal um, from a professional perspective. 19th of May, new beginning. Spiritually and from a mental health perspective, also a few days before, a few days after, with a new moon in your um, in your twelfth house, um, you may also start investing more money into your mental health and maybe also in spiritual endeavors that bring a sense of inner peace. Seventeenth of May until the twenty-first of May, Jupiter squares Pluto in the ninth house. I do believe that this is a time when you may feel like existing belief systems are radically challenged, and you might feel ready to start walking away and letting go of an existing spiritual path, an existing religion, an existing faith that you might have adhered to. It can feel very challenging, it can feel very scary, but at the same time it may feel like if you don't do this you are literally going against your truth. Um, the sun goes into Gemini on the 21st of May and it may feel like it's a lot clearer on this day what you actually believe in and how your belief system is changing. There could also be some really good news coming from abroad that uh, give you a sense of a personal new beginning around this day. Um, I, I want to say that this could also be a day of 
arguments and conflicts with siblings, um, maybe with neighbors, the 21st of, uh, the 21st of May. Um, it could also feel like a time when you need to cut yourself off from an existing way of looking at the world, an existing belief system. And you might feel ready to like push back and fight against it and say no more. And maybe to say something against it as well, because you seem to feel very kind of like inflamed, I'd, uh, I'd say. 23rd of May, um, it feels like you are ready to defend maybe someone who is who feels weaker uh, than, than, than you. You're ready to like speak about someone's plight and suffering, even if that plight and suffering is quite um, maybe unseen or, or it's, it's not being paid that much attention to by society, my, my dear Geminis. Take it slow, take it easy on the 28th of May because you could be feeling a little bit tired and a little bit drained of energy in a professional setup. This could also feel like a day when you're not necessarily making a lot of progress professionally, but remember it is only temporary, Geminis. My dear Cancerians, Cancer suns and Cancer risings like yours truly over here. What does May look like for us? <laughs> Such an eventful month, folks. I kid you not, May is when things go down. I mean, not necessarily in a bad way, but in a sense that stuff actually happens. Big stuff. So let's start off with the eclipse, 5th of May, week before, week after. There is a full moon lunar eclipse taking place in Scorpio. It, it actually activates the Scorpio-Taurus axis, which for you, my lovely Cancerians, is the 5th house, 11th house axis. What's going on here? Well, a big milestone moment, a big event, um, a turning point in your life, um, either from a romantic perspective or, or when it comes to uh, children, creative projects, and goals for the future. This can be a time when something comes to a head, when, when you hit a culminating point, a culminating moment. Um, for instance, you could be finalizing a very important creative project. Uh, some of you may hear news around preg pregnancy. You might be pregnant or your partner could be pregnant if, um, if, if you have a partner. This could also feel like the time when you release a big fear and maybe a sense of blockage uh, connected with what was holding you back, what was getting in the way of you fulfilling your goals and plans for the future. It could also become very, very clear what you need to let go of in order to achieve what you have set out to achieve in terms of plans for the future. Uh, there is also a high chance that you could feel like you're, you're wrapping up, symbolically speaking, a chapter connected with what used to bring you joy, what, what used to bring you fulfillment, but now it's no longer fulfilling and it could feel like a big relief. So let's say, I don't know, you used to enjoy, um, playing tennis and now you realize, hey, I've outgrown this and now I'm ready for something else. Now I'm ready to explore different passions, different hobbies and so on. A very significant uh, moment in time also for those of you who have kids already, um, maybe because um, 
your kids have some some um, important surprises for you, I, I dare say that you are likely to be excited about whatever surprises they they uh, bring to your to your attention. Uh, let's say your kids or one of your children says, I don't know, I want to um, become an artist or I want to take um, classes to become a developer or something like that. And you could be like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't even know that you were passionate about this. So you could feel um, excited about um, the surprises that children bring to your uh, bring to your attention. I want to say that this eclipse can also bring significant news connected with friends and communities, um, especially friends and communities that are in some shape or form connected with foreign lands and foreign countries. Um, you could receive a big round of applause also possibly for something that you have created. Um, you could receive a big round of applause, maybe maybe like an acknowledgement from a very important um, community or organization in your um, in your field. You could also travel around this time, uh, or you might make plans to travel because there is a big event happening in the life of a friend, and you want to be there for uh, you want to be there for them, and you seem to be very happy about uh, what's going on in their life. So I'm liking it. I'm uh, I'm liking it. Um, the release of powerful emotions that were holding you back. Um, or that were kind of like weighing heavily on, on your shoulders and like uh, almost like a, a a boulder on your chest is also a major theme of this eclipse. Look back at what was going on in um, the area of romance, children and creative projects and even friends last year in 2022 uh, from the last week of August until the 10th of September and also around the 25th of October uh, week before week after because this eclipse could bring things to a head so you are reaching the peak point in a process that might have started last year sometimes towards the end of August beginning of September. Now, before we get to the um, before we get to the eclipse, I want to put on your radar the fourth of May. Um, you could be a little bit disappointed with a romantic partner on this day, uh, or maybe you find out that uh, a romantic partner or or someone that you are in love with or someone that you are attached to is is not actually um, as truthful as they said they were. Uh, you could also feel a little bit disappointed if you're traveling around this time, maybe with something that you had hyped up in your head. So let's say you wanted to visit a certain museum and you were like, yes, I can't wait. And you get there and it's like, eh. <laughs> it might feel a little bit flat. <sighs> 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus enters Cancer. You are charismatic, you are uh, admired, you may be feeling sexy, you might be feeling more loved, you might be feeling more appreciated throughout this period, and you might be feeling very, very loved and appreciated, especially by friends and family members. This is a good time with Venus in your first house, my dear Cancerians, to also invest um, some of your resources, maybe in in like new clothes or a new haircut or even uh, pieces for, for, for the house. So something beautiful for the house. 9th of May, the sun conjuncts Uranus in your 11th house. I would call this day a day of sudden unexpected news coming from friends. That's, that's what may come up around this time. 
middle of May, uh, 15th of May, uh, Mercury goes direct in your 11th house of friends and, and, and friendships. Um, Mercury is also the ruler of your third house of, um, of communication. So it does feel like you are once again on the same page, um, when it comes to talking to people, connecting with people, connecting with friends, it, it no longer feels like, oh, I need to explain myself five times, or I need to double check that they got the right, um, the right message. Um, it could also feel, it could also feel like you've got more mental clarity in terms of your goals for the future from the middle of May onwards, my lovely, uh, my lovely Cancerians. Before we get to the middle of May, I want you to uh, circle in your calendars, if you can, the 13th of May, some good news connected with um, a legal matter or a matter that has to do with uh, academia, visas, uh, long distance travel, foreign lands and foreign countries. Someone is delivering some good news or you may feel like the work that you've put into a matter of this nature. so. Um, of an academic nature or of a legal nature. So the effort that you've put in this direction is paying off. I'd like it. Middle of May, 16th of May, all the way until the last week of May of 2024. Folks, this is big, Cancerians. Obviously, I'm, I'm most likely gonna do a, a separate video for this. Jupiter, the great benefic, goes into your 11th house. Uh, Jupiter has not been in your 11th house of goals and plans for the future and friendships. Um, since, let's see, let's see, let's see, June 2012. So the last time when it was transiting this part of your chart was between June 2011 until June 2012, dear Cancerians. So have a think about how roughly 12 years ago, the people that you connected with impacted in a positive way your work, but also your health. So Cancerians, you are entering a very exciting chapter of what I like to call um, um, dream big, dream big times. <laughs> the 11th house is the house of goals for, for the future. Now is the time to push the boundaries of what you thought was possible in terms of your goals. Now is the time to say, how can I accomplish more and who do I need to get on my side? Who do I need to connect with? What sort of organizations do I need to join? What sort of communities do I need to be a part of? What sort of communities do I need to serve in order to accomplish these big goals? A period of expansion, a year of expansion, a year of growth and abundance um, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to connecting with like-minded individuals. Your social life is probably gonna be on fire, Cancerians. I kid you not, this is it. Brace yourselves. You've got a year ahead of you of being very socially active and of being socially active also in connection with your work. So you could meet a lot of new people through work because Jupiter also rules your house of day-to-day -day work. Um, when you are out and about in the world and you're mingling, you are, I don't know, attending events, conferences, uh, going to uh, workshops and things like that, you could connect with some very important people that bring you work-related opportunities. Take advantage of this period, a beautiful period socially, but also when it comes to networking. And maybe if you've got an audience, a period to also expand your audience from a work perspective, I want to say. I'm liking it. Now, there is a little bit of a challenging aspect, however, that Jupiter is making right when it goes into Taurus. So from the, roughly the 17th until the 21st of May, it squares Pluto in your ninth house. Um... 
my apologies, my apologies. Pluto is not in your ninth house. Pluto is in your eighth house, um, dear Cancerians. Let's put it this way. It feels like you have to overcome a little bit of a fear um, around maybe reaching out to people, joining a community, joining an organization. You, it feels like you have to overcome a fear or something that has been holding you back uh, from a psychological perspective. Uh, if you are to take advantage of, of this period of growth from a social perspective, this period of, of um, opportunities coming your way from groups of people, from friends, from, from networking, um, it feels like you really have to get over uh, a deep-rooted fear maybe of, of feeling vulnerable, uh, a deep-rooted fear around um, trusting people, around people having, let's say, uh, ill intentions, or around people having, let's say, hidden uh, intentions, I uh, I want to say. It could also feel like you, you have to think differently from the 17th until the 21st of May, um, but it's probably something that is going to be felt uh, kind of like on and off for, for the year ahead. It may feel like you have to think a little bit differently about the area of shared assets, shared resources, taxes, inheritance, and debt if you are to accomplish your long-term goals. Um, you may feel like you need to employ the help of certain people uh, in order to uh, deal with very important, intense, <clears throat> transformative matters um, connected with the inheritance uh, aspect of your life, connected with the loans, taxes, debts aspect of your um, of your life. There could also be news of a legal nature that come up around this time uh, that challenge the way you have approached and dealt so far with the aspect of taxes, loans, debt, and so uh, and so on. 19th of May, three days before, three days after, new beginning in terms of goals for the future. And also this could be a time when you make a new friend or when you join an organization, which is likely to have a very, very powerful impact in terms of your plans for the future, in terms of your life direction, including from a career perspective. It feels like um, these new goals that you're setting for yourself, um, Cancerians, are very bold, but at the same time you feel intuitively very connected with um, with them. If you are joining a new organization, how should I put it? Uh, I would be prepared to face some of your fears um, around opening up, I, uh, I want to say, to, to, these, to these people if you are to make the most of your, <clears throat> let's say, membership. Um, in this in this organization 20th of may until the 10th of july mars goes into into leo in your second house oh my god like this this period could be a period when you spend a hell of a lot of money like a lot of money you could feel like you are ready to throw it out of your <laughs> throw it out of your pockets so careful not to burn a hole in your pockets you're you're quick to spend but you may also feel very motivated to make more um 23rd of may Let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm, let me put it this way. 21st until the 25th of May. With special attention paid to the 21st of May and the 23rd, um, you may feel like you need to really change your approach to your... Um, budget and the way that you manage and handle financial matters. Why? Uh, there could be some sort of like news coming up 
connected with taxes, something coming from the bank, uh, something saying stop or slow down with the expenses because you have to deal with this expense. Now, there could be some expenses that come up that make you quite angry throughout this period uh, or um, expenses that get you thinking, hmm, maybe I've been a little bit too impulsive or maybe I haven't thought things through um, in terms of how I organize my budget. It does feel like you might need to spend more than you would like to spend throughout this period. The important thing to keep in mind here is, okay, so you've got more expenses, but can you also make more? Can you hustle to make more? Uh, is there something that you can go after financially and say, I'm going to grab this project. I'm going to grab this new client so that you offset some of the expenses that are likely to, um, that are likely to come up. That's something to keep, uh, that's something to keep in mind. 27th of May, um, very important day. Jupiter conjuncts the North node. I would also look at the day before the day after pay attention to who you are connecting with. Um, that can bring you work opportunities. There could be an important fated event or fated encounter connected with your work sector. I strongly recommend paying attention to it, even if it doesn't seem very significant in that moment, it can have a huge impact on your growth work-wise moving forward. And uh, 28th of May, um, you might be feeling a little bit disappointed with maybe how your travel plans are, are turning out on, on this day. Um, you could be feeling disappointed maybe because there are some hidden costs. I, I wanna say, I strongly recommend if you're traveling around this time to get insurance. My dear Leos, Leo suns and Leo risings, what does May look like for you? What a month, what a month, my dear Leos. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an eventful month for everyone. I'm going to put it out there. So I'm going to dive right in. Let's, uh, let's see what May looks like for you. Fourth of May, um, I would be careful not to over promise and under deliver, uh, when it comes to something that you say that you're going to do for your friends. <laughs> Um, there's also a chance that um, you could feel a little bit disappointed in a friend, uh, maybe because they kept something secret from you. Uh, they, there's also a chance that um, a friend could say, I need some money from you. Can you help me financially? And you could feel a little bit disappointed because um, you thought that they were maybe in a much better place financially, um, Leo's. So that is a possibility. This could also be a day if you were having conversations around your career. Um, it could be a day when things sound better than they actually are. So if it sounds too good to be true, I would take it with a little bit of a pinch of salt. 5th of May, big, big, big moment in time. We've got a lunar eclipse activating your axis of home and... Um, public life and professional life, a fated, fated development, a culmination, a closure, a peak time, 5th of May, week before, week after, in your um, home life and, and living situation that also seems to impact somehow your public status and your reputation in the world. This could be a time when you leave behind a home. It could be a time when you have some very important announcement announcement to make to the outside world around your family life, your home life, your living situation. It does feel like um, it's something that has been going on behind the scenes for quite some time. It could also be a time when you realize, hey, I, I'm 
I'm going to have to move because I've got a fabulous career opportunity on my horizons, but it does require me to let go of my current home and living um, situation. It could also be a time when you feel like a crisis is coming to a close, is coming to an end at home or in your private life. It could be something that has been emotionally draining and heavy, um, maybe also connected with parents. There is there is a possibility. Some of you could be moving into a new home. Some of you could be saying goodbye to, to a home or to um, to parents because you're moving someplace else. Um, some of you could also wrap up an important uh, project of a financial nature connected with home and with your family life. Um, maybe you're selling a property. Um, maybe maybe the family is selling a property and you are getting a lump sum of money as, uh, as a result of that. I do see the possibility of also clearing out some, some heavy kind of like debt. So very, very possibly. And, and it may also feel like you're saying goodbye to something that was causing maybe grief and tension and suffering at home. So I'm liking overall the, uh, the eclipse. Um, have a think about what was going on in your home and family life and real estate sector last year from the last week of August until the 10th of September and around the 25th of October week before week after, because this eclipse could bring things to a culminating point And it might feel like Finally, you are ready to wrap things um, up uh, in a manner that you seem to be very happy with. But it also feels like a, it also feels like a surprise kind of um, closure. So in a way, you, you might have not expected things to get solved in, in, in this particular format. But the universe stepped in and obviously eclipses are connected with fate and destiny and said, this is how I'm going to solve the issue for uh, for you. 7th of May until the 5th of June, uh, Venus transits cancer in your uh, 12th house. Uh, this is a great time to maybe take a little bit of time off to enjoy um, maybe a, a few days, a few days off. Um, Venus is also the ruler of your 10th house of, of career. So it feels like you can relax and, and uh, breathe a big sigh of relief career wise after after um, maybe some some very kind of like intense times, especially around the time of the eclipse. 5th of May. Um, 9th of May, surprise announcement, maybe from a boss or from a parent. So something that takes you a little bit by surprise. It's like, oh, I did not see this coming. Uh, 13th of May, uh, you could receive some good news connected with debt, um, inheritance or um, loans, mortgages, or maybe even investments. Um, I want to say that it could feel like a sense of pressure and heaviness is becoming like easier to carry and to handle when it comes to these particular uh, areas. You could also you could also receive um, a gift, a financial gift around this time, or some good news connected with a loan or maybe with your with um, uh, interest rates or something of this um, of this nature. Fifteenth of May. Mercury goes direct, finally, 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 finally. So after three long weeks of uh, Mercury being retrograde in your 10th house of career, so having a lot of like back and forth, maybe um, talking uh, about issues from the past with your bosses, maybe um, reconsidering, reevaluating where you're headed professionally, um, rethinking your options, or maybe um, rethinking whether it's a good idea to do something that you did in the past career-wise, it finally feels like you're starting to have clarity from the 15th of May onwards, and in general communications with um, bosses, authority figures, clients, um, communications seems, seem to be entering um, this path of, of smoothness. 
<laughs> so I, I, I dare say that you no longer have to like check your emails three times before you press send to your, um, to your boss. Uh, if you've been waiting for news career wise to, to make its way to you, but it was delayed, obviously with the retrograde uh, being over, it might finally reach you the news or, or the announcement. I, uh, I want to say 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024, um, Jupiter goes into Taurus, uh, in your 10th house of career. What a year, what a year you've got, my dear Leos, you have a year ahead of you of growth opportunities and expansion professionally. Um, remember that Jupiter only transits a part of our chart once every 12 years. The last time when Jupiter was in your house of career was between June 2011 until June 2012. So have a think about how your career grew, how you advanced professionally, how you stepped up professionally, how you maybe also explored different paths, different opportunities career-wise. 12 years ago, um, Jupiter rules also your fifth house of enjoyment. Now is the time to really um, take a chance, take a risk and grab at those opportunities career-wise uh, that allow you to do more of what you enjoy doing professionally. Um, you are protected professionally. It is a time to take risks. It is a time to take chances. Um, obviously, in kind of like a slow and steady um, manner, if, if I can put it this way, um, Leo's. Because, of course, Taurus is a fixed sign. Now is the time to build the career that you know is going to make you happy. And if you are in a career that is no longer making you happy, to really ask yourselves, what am I doing here? And have I been holding myself back? From the 17th until the 21st of May, uh, Jupiter will square Pluto in your seventh house, my dear, uh, my dear Leos. So you are very excited and you seem to feel very uh, positive and optimistic and, and with an appetite for risk-taking career-wise from the middle of May onwards until May of next year. But your partner may not necessarily be um, that thrilled. It may feel like your partner kind of like puts up all sorts of like walls, psychological walls, uh, fears. Um, it may feel like they're they're kind of like intensely against some of the risks that you want to take. Um, you might also decide to cut ties with an existing business partner uh, throughout this period or really or, or kind of like acknowledge that there is no more room for this particular partnership moving forward. Um, you might also have a little bit of an epiphany as to how your partnership sector has been holding you back from fulfilling your full potential career-wise. So you could reach like this moment of, of, of wisdom and epiphany and say, oh, wow, I didn't realize that uh, because I was in the, these kind of like power struggles with, with my partner, um, I wasn't taking chances. I wasn't pushing myself sufficiently. I wasn't exploring my options sufficiently from a professional um, perspective. You're called to outgrow some of the fears around partnership also around this time in order to step into some exciting um, opportunities that are likely to lead to career growth uh, throughout this uh, throughout this period, my dear Leos. It's an exciting time of growth career wise, but it also feels like you have some some powerful adversaries. Um, they could be adversaries that you know of, but they could also be adversaries that you did not know of. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there. New beginning career-wise, 19th of May, three days before, three days after, you might make a big announcement career-wise. You might be receiving that big uh, opportunity. You might be starting a new business. You might be receiving um, the green light to um, move forward with your business plans because you have uh, the money, you have received the investment from someone. It may feel like you are ready to take a big leap of faith professionally around this time. 20th of May until the 10th of July, uh, Mars transits your first house in, 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 in Leo. So you might be feeling very impatient throughout this period. You're like, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I am so excited to get things, uh, to get things going. Uh, but you could be feeling a, a little bit too impatient for others, especially, especially on the 21st of May, there could be a big power uh, kind of like clash. There could be like big ego clash with, um, a business partner or with a life partner. And you could also feel like, you know what, I'm just gonna leave this business partner behind. You might feel like you wanna cut ties with them and say, no more, I'm transforming my whole kind of like approach to this uh, to this partnership. Um, on the 23rd of May, uh, you and also the day before, day after, you could be feeling very impatient to build something big career-wise, but you might need to pace yourself slow and steady, slow and steady. You could, be, you could be in the mood for big risks. You could have like a big appetite for risks, but careful not to bite more than you can chew. And also remember that Rome wasn't built in a day, my dear, uh, my dear Leos. Um, I wanna say that you may have a fated encounter around the 27th of May, maybe the day before the day after uh, career-wise. So with someone that can influence you positively career-wise, you could also have a bit of a revelation career-wise as to what you need to do next and maybe receive good news connected with other people's money, maybe investments or a loan that can impact you professionally and in an auspicious way. Um, conversations may feel like they're not necessarily getting anywhere <laughs> around the 20th of May when it comes to um, assets that you have in common with someone else or you could be feeling a little bit slowed down in your rapid advancement towards fulfilling your personal goals uh, by other people's like fears and uh, because they have some power around your your money you're like okay so i suppose i need to convince you i need to persuade you but you're very very fearful and therefore i need to slow um i need to slow down that is uh may for you my dear leos my dear Virgos, Virgo suns and Virgo risings, what does May look like for you? What a month, what a month this is. I mean, it's exciting for everyone, not just for you Virgos. So let me start with probably the most, um, one of the most significant events of this, of this month, which is the eclipse, the full moon lunar eclipse activating your third house, ninth house axis on the 5th of May. Um, obviously it's also active the week before the week after. So you may start feeling its influence a little bit earlier than the 5th of May. What's going on here? Well, because it's a lunar eclipse, this is likely to feel like a moment of closure, of culmination, a peak, a milestone moment um, when it comes to one of the following aspects of your life. When it comes to your educational path, so when it comes to school, classes, courses, you could um, 
hand in your final thesis. You could pass an exam. You could um, actually like take an exam around this time, probably, probably with some really, really um, good, some really auspicious um, results. I want to say you could hear news as to whether you have been or haven't been accepted um, to study somewhere to to um, enroll upon a course. Um, I, I I dare say generally, generally, I do believe you're in for a for pleasant surprise connected with your studies and connected with your education around this time, uh, my dear Virgos. Why? Because Mars, which is the dispositor of the eclipse, is very nicely aspected to Uranus, planet of surprises, and to Neptune. So it's almost like something that may have felt too good to be true actually comes true quite unexpectedly. This could also be a time when something gets solved, like a crisis of some sorts gets solved because, um, the eclipse is, is activating the south node, so it feels like you're you're releasing something, you're letting go of something. You could feel like a crisis is solved uh, when it comes to your education, when it comes to your academic career, but maybe also when it comes to processes of learning or studying. This could be a time when you pass your um, driving exam when you actually feel like, yes, I know, I know how to do this and I'm ready to go out there on the on the road. Um, you could also feel, feel very excited to uh, maybe let go of, of an old means of transportation. Maybe you're, you're selling your old car um, or you're no longer going to be commuting on the same on the same path, on the same route. You could also hear some very exciting news from your siblings around this time. If you do have siblings, um, they might have something to announce that comes almost like a little bit of a bittersweet piece of news. On the one hand, on the one hand, you could feel happy for them and you could feel happy for their um, prospects for the future. On the other hand, it might feel like you are likely to spend less time with them. Maybe they're traveling abroad, they're going to go away and study. So that is very, very possible. Have a think about what was going on in your life around so last year in 2022, from the last week of August until the 10th of September, and also around the 25th of October, what came to your attention um, around these times when it comes to siblings, uh, studies, education, um, traveling, maybe uh, short distance and long distance travel, because this eclipse is likely to bring back to your attention themes that came up for the first time last year. So end of August, all the way until the end of October, my uh, my dear Virgos. This could also feel like a time when you release an outdated way of thinking. It's very possible. It's very, very, very likely. Uh, and you could feel like you letting go of this outdated way of thinking opens up the path for new, exciting goals, new, um, a new perspective upon your future, um, I, I dare say. Mercury is going to be retrograde until the middle of May. It goes out of retrograde on the 15th of May, but until it is retrograde, um, I, I dare say that you may not have a very, very, very clear idea as to what you're going to do next career-wise. And you may also feel like there are some delays or, or things aren't necessarily moving very... Um, 
fluidly, very smoothly when it comes to travel matters, um, visa related matters, academic matters, or anything that has to do with foreign lands and foreign countries, especially matters that also impact your professional life. So for instance, if you've been uh, waiting to hear news about your, I don't know, like work visa, let's say, there could be delays during the Mercury retrograde uh, period. That doesn't mean that you won't get very good news, very positive, very auspicious news, but they might come in later, maybe after the middle of May. So do keep that in, um, in mind. Venus from the 7th of May until the 5th of June uh, transits your 11th house. This is a very enjoyable time um, from a social perspective. You may feel excited to get together with friends. You may feel excited to participate in, in group type of events. You may feel excited to um, uh, connect with old friends, friends from your past, friends from back home. Uh, Venus for you, my dear Virgos, is also the ruler of your second house. So you could be hosting friends at home. You could be uh, organizing a social event for your friends. And generally, um, being in the company of friends is really pleasant throughout this, uh, throughout this period. On the 13th of May, it may feel like you are accomplishing something very, very tangible, very significant uh, work-wise with a group of people, maybe something that also required um, a lot of navigating the human aspect of the uh, of, of the collaboration. So um, navigating maybe people's preferences, people's tastes, these more kind of like subtle aspects of of um, human nature, so to speak, that aren't necessarily mathematical or logical or rational. And it may feel like uh, you are accomplishing something very uh, important, very significant. There's there's a sense of um, achievement that I see, uh, that I see here. Um, you might congratulate yourselves, Virgos, for, for having this diplomatic, soft approach to this particular work-related project. Uh, this could also feel like a time when you are in agreement with a partner, be it a business partner or a life partner, on something that you want to build together for the future, I, um, I want to say. For those of you who are single, this could be a really good time to go out on a date because it may feel like you connect with someone that feels very, very familiar. You feel very comfortable in their presence, uh, Virgos. Now, I did mention that the middle of May, 15th of May, Mercury goes direct. Um, also on the 15th of May, um, I want to say this could be like a very... Uh, exciting day, a very kind of like sexy time when you when you feel like you're swept off your feet, <laughs> maybe even romantically, by someone who uh, you're friends with. I mean, it could be your partner. And many times, I mean, I, I, I always say that my partner is first and foremost, um, one of my best friends. Um, so it could be the person that you're with already, but it could also be that you, I don't know, connect with a friend and, and go out to catch up and you might feel a little bit enamored or they might feel enamored. It could be, it could go both ways. Very, 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 um, very likely. This is a great day to set goals in the direction of your dreams and your ideals because you're feeling very inspired and you're feeling connected with a higher power, my dear uh, Virgos. Very important moment in time, 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024. So for the next year, basically, Jupiter, the great benefic, enters your ninth house. This is a beautiful year, my dear Virgos, for traveling, 
for um, growth from an academic perspective. It is a great time if you've been looking to sign up for your master's, your PhD, if you've wanted to like sign up for like a new degree. Um, Jupiter is saying yes, Jupiter is the yes planet. It is offering you protection. It is offering you support, cosmic support. It is offering you let's say luck and privileges when it comes to academic matters when it comes to traveling. So if you've been meaning to travel the world, this is it. This is your cue. Jupiter is also saying yes. So things are likely to go a lot smoother. Um, when it comes to visa related matters and also when it comes to legal matters. So if you have been, let's say in the middle of a, I don't know, like a legal like battle or fight, or if you've been having some legal issues or, or stuff that you had to solve, Jupiter coming in is likely to be a very helpful and supportive force. Um, Jupiter has not been in Taurus since June of 20, um, 12. The last time when it was in Taurus, it was between June 2011 until June 2012. So a very, very exciting time. Um, it is a time to push the boundaries of your knowledge. It is a time to uh, also push the boundaries of familiar beliefs and familiar life philosophies. And I strongly recommend um, capitalizing upon this Jupiter and Taurus by creating your own opportunities when it comes to studies, when it comes to traveling, and also when it comes to connecting with what brings a sense of meaning to your life, my dear, uh, my dear Virgos. Now, Jupiter is going to form a little bit of a tense aspect from the 17th until the 21st of May with Pluto in your sixth house. Um, what does this tell me? It tells me that you are likely to have to outgrow an old way of working and push yourself to do things differently at work. Maybe because you are working uh, in an international environment, maybe because your work is going to require from now on a lot of traveling, uh, maybe because you're going to have to learn how to work with people from a different culture. So you're going to have to adapt your ways, your methodologies and your methods. Um, you're also called to outgrow some sort of like fear and maybe an obsession and maybe even like an obsessive attachment to um, something that is linked with your health in general. So it may feel like you need to change your philosophy and your belief system when it comes to your health. But at the same time, you could have this very kind of like intense obsessive attachment to a certain way of addressing health related matters. Remember that Jupiter says, outgrow this because it is no longer serving um, you. 19th of May, uh, three days before, three days after, big news, a new beginning connected with um, foreign lands, foreign countries. So there could be news making their way to you um, around this time. Um, connected with your uh, academic path, connected with your um, maybe studies, um, also news from friends from abroad. Um, you could also feel like you are stepping into a new spiritual community around this time. And you could also feel like you're discovering a new life philosophy around this time that gets you um, closer to like-minded individuals, my dear Virgos, like-minded individuals that are likely to become friends, almost like friends, like family, I want to say. You could also plan a trip around this time, uh, start making plans, very likely, very, very uh, possible. The opportunity to travel could come in very quickly around this, uh, around this time. 20th of May until the 10th of July, Mars transits your, your 12th house. 
Um, this could be a time when you have a little bit of like insomnia and also when intrusive thoughts can turn into hidden enemies. So careful not to sabotage yourself, uh, not to sabotage your initiatives, not to... Um, attract negative experiences because you're thinking about them, my dear Virgos, because um, Mars rules your third house and also your eighth house, which is the house of crisis. Um, a lot of action happening behind the scenes, I want to say, throughout this period, which is why you might not be able to like sleep that, that well. I'm not necessarily that excited about the 21st of May. Uh, maybe also the day before and the day after, because Mars is going to oppose, uh, oppose Pluto in your in your sixth house. Um, it may feel like you are betrayed by someone at work or some very kind of like transformative news make their way to you connected with your work. It feels like someone has been acting behind the scenes and it makes you very, very angry. So if you do discover that you have been somehow betrayed, I would start making plans to move forward and I would... How should I put it? I would choose my battles very carefully because if you have been betrayed by someone, uh, it could be someone who has quite a bit of power. So you may not necessarily be able to confront them head on. So do kind of like handle things with 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 care um, around this time. Power struggles, power clashes around this time at work, very, very possibly, very likely that uh, do impact quite strongly your mental health. So because they impact your mental health quite strongly, you might decide, listen, this is not worth it. I got to choose my battles. So I might as well start making plans to go someplace uh, else or kind of like approach things more strategically rather than clashing head on. You might be feeling very impatient around the 23rd of May, also the day before and the day after. Um, when it comes to matters connected with traveling and also matters connected with your relationship sector and your partnership sector. Uh, you could also feel like you discover something hidden about your partner. It could be a business partner. And this could make you a little bit apprehensive in terms of moving forward with a partnership. But I would be careful that you're actually discovering like facts, not opinions. <laughs> So it's it's uh, it's something to really think about um, and to not to not misjudge a situation because because there is a chance that uh, there could be some internal resistance that is coming up in the form of negative thoughts and is kind of like holding on to bits and pieces of information um, connected with a person in your life, connected with a partner um, that I, I want to say that this could just be your fear of change and transformation, trying to get in the way of you advancing and moving forward with a partnership, a partnership that can um, be a great source of fulfillment and growth, my dear, uh, my dear Virgos. Um, there could also be some some issues with traveling around this time. Maybe something is getting in the way uh, or or uh, there could be some some. Um, let's say, unforeseen circumstances that you need to uh, handle, that you need to tackle, that do get you quite angry. But at the same time, I would also see it as if it's not something that you can control. I mean, what's the point in getting in getting annoyed and in getting frustrated, uh, I'd, I'd say. Uh, pay attention to the 27th of May, also the day before the day after, because you could have a very important epiphany um, in terms of the big picture of your life. So to look at your life from the mountaintop and see... Aha, uh -huh. 
Now I see how it all comes together. And now I also understand what is the meaning of what I have been experiencing up until this point in my uh, in my life? So it could be like a very kind of like philosophical epiphany. You could also connect with a very important person that is likely to become a mentor or almost like a guru figure for you around this time. Libra, Libra suns and Libra rising. So what does May have in store for you? I'm going to jump right in because it is a very, very, very eventful month for everyone. Therefore, also for you, my lovely Libras. 4th of May, um, there could be some, some misunderstandings at work uh, with a person, um, I want to say, who is maybe culturally different. Um, I would clarify to make sure that you've got the right message and to make sure that they have received the right message from you. Um, there could also be a sense of confusion uh, and ambiguity when it comes to traveling for work. So you might not be very sure how you're going to travel somewhere for work. You might not be very sure uh, what the travel landscape looks like. Um, travel insurance might be a good idea, especially if you're, you're supposed to travel for work around this, uh, around this time, I want to say, um, Libras. 5th of May, week before, week after. Big, big, big event. Lunar eclipse activating your financial axis. I want to say that you could be letting go of an existing source of income around this time, my dear Libras, or you could be letting go of an existing set of values. So, so something that used to be important for you um, may no longer be important moving forward. And you might realize, yeah, I've changed. <laughs> You might realize you've got other priorities. Now, if you are releasing a source of income, it's not necessarily a bad thing. On the contrary, uh, you could be making room for a new source of income or you could be... Um, you could already have your eyes set upon new opportunities and upon a new path of growth and development professionally. Uh, if you are releasing a source of income around this time... Um, it could also be because you are receiving a lump sum of money. Um, you could be receiving a lump sum of money that uh, you can kind of like take away and and live off of and say, yeah, now I can I can really take my time to think about what I'm going to do next uh, professionally. Um, it feels like a pressure uh, or a sense of pressure and uh, a burden is lifted off your shoulders financially. Maybe you are uh, getting rid of debt. Maybe you are clearing out um, some taxes or some significant expenses that were um, giving you anxiety, that were on your mind all the time and... and uh, they were impacting you from an emotional perspective. You could be making a major payment around this time. If you are making a major payment around this time, it could be uh, for something that you are very, very excited about, I want to I wanna say. Um, you could also be overcoming a sense of emotional crisis around this time, um, connected with your health. And, and it does feel like you are... You feel appreciated, my dear Libras, at this uh, at this point in time. You feel you feel appreciated. You feel valued, and that seems to put a little bit your life into perspective, especially when it comes to your professional life and to your attitude towards money, income, and values. Whatever it is that you're paying for around this time, which is very very possible, uh, that you might be making a big payment. Um, I would almost see it as 
a, a release and a relief, I, uh, I want to say. 7th of May, um, Venus enters Cancer in your 10th house of career until the 5th of June, a very enjoyable time career-wise. If you're having interviews, if you uh, are called to present things in a public setup, um, if you are called to step into a position of authority career-wise, it does feel like you are having a ball. You, you feel like uh, you're being noticed, you're being admired, you're being appreciated, um, people uh, want to collaborate with you, and this is generally a good time for interviews, it's generally a good time to maybe ask your boss for something, or or really to, to kind of like go out there into the world and contribute to society in a meaningful way, I want to say, um, Libras. 13th of May, it feels like you accomplished something at work in, in a partnership with someone. You might be signing an important deal, maybe something that took a long time to, um, to come to fruition, a deal and a partnership that you worked very, very, very hard for. You seem to feel like your efforts are being rewarded career-wise around this time. And even from an emotional perspective, it's almost like you're reaching a sense of peace and emotional fulfillment um, from a career perspective after putting a lot of effort. Health-wise, this can be a day of good news after you've put, again, a lot of effort into managing something connected with your health. So it's not like, oh, I'm so lucky that, that I'm now feeling better. No, it's like you've, you've put concentrated effort in the direction of improving your health. And it could also be your mental health, I, I dare um, I dare say. Middle of May, Mercury goes direct in your eighth house. So if you have been experiencing delays or miscommunication or misalignment um, or, or a sense of things not moving um, as quickly as you wanted them to move uh, in connection with loans, taxes, mortgages, inheritance, debt, it may feel like now things are starting to move forward. Um, if you have been waiting on news connected with this aspect of your life, um, maybe you've been waiting for, for uh, a loan to get approved, you may, if you, if you uh, feel like it was delayed during the Mercury retrograde, you may feel like things are starting to move at the correct pace, <laughs> at the pace that they're supposed to move at once Mercury goes out of, uh, out of retrograde. And it may also feel like you are likely to reach agreements much easier uh, agreements of a financial nature with partners, be it life partners or business partners, after Mercury goes out of retrograde, so middle of May onwards. I want to say that on the 15th of May, you also seem to have a big win career-wise. Um, it feels like you are winning something. There's a sense of victory. You're winning something that is very closely aligned with your ideals, work-wise. You're also courageously handling something of a professional nature. Um, an issue where you may have previously felt powerless about or powerless in, in, in regards to it up until this point. So I'm liking the middle of May. 16th of May until the last week of, of uh, May of 2024. Jupiter, the great benefic, goes into your eighth house. This is a once in a 12 year chapter, my dear Libras, of your um, financial sector growing, expanding through other people's money. So this could be a very, a very important time for you um, 
from an investments perspective, your investments are likely to grow if you do have investments throughout this period. Obviously, remember that this is not financial advice. You are completely in charge of your um, financial decisions and of your money. But with Jupiter transiting your eighth house, it may feel like this is it. This is the time. This is the year to make money off of other people's um, resources, other people's businesses and so on. You could also experience a year of growth financially through the partner. So if you are in a partnership, if you're in a relationship, then uh, the partner may actually start making more money or they could receive a lump sum of money, such as a gift, um, an inheritance, or, or maybe like a tax rebate or money coming from insurance. That's, that's very, very possible. You could also, if, if you have stocks or like, what are they called? Shares in your company, the company that you work for, you could see these expanding significantly, I want to say. This is also a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic time, my dear Libras, to grow and to explore new avenues of understanding more deeply your fears and your psyche. Um, and as a result, you may be feeling much more optimistic and much more, how should I say, much better equipped to deal with any fears that, that you might have had up until this point. Um, Jupiter transiting your eighth house is also uh, likely to really expand upon your sex life. So you do with that information, whatever, whatever you, uh, whatever you please. There is a little bit of a, a challenging aspect coming up, however, from the 17th until the 21st of May with Jupiter squaring Pluto in your fifth house. Um, I want to say that you may explore, you may feel challenged to explore romance and sex in a different way, but you could also feel like you're stepping into unknown or maybe taboo territory. So there could be a lot of fear of apprehension, uh, in exploring, um, this aspect of your life differently and going beyond what feels comfortable and what you have done so far in this particular aspect of your uh, of your life. Um, Jupiter um, is also the ruler of your sixth house of day-to-day -day work, so you may feel like you have to put effort into overcoming a sense of blockage and a fear connected with your romantic life. And you could be putting effort, uh, for instance, of a psychological nature through talking with a therapist, through opening up to someone that you trust about some of your deep, deeply rooted fears um, connected with romance, but maybe also connected with children, I want to uh, I want to say. Mars transits your 11th house uh, from the 20th of May until the 10th of July. And from the, I want to say the 21st until the 25th of May, Mars is forming some tense aspects. There could be some, some power struggles with friends throughout this period. Uh, there could be some, some um, intense arguments, intense conflicts with friends, but also with siblings throughout this period. And you might also feel like you need to slow a little bit down with your plans for the future because you are not alone. You depend upon someone else to kind of like support you in some of your plans for the future. So you may feel a little bit frustrated because you are not able to move at the pace that you would want to move at, I, uh, I dare say. Um, there is a chance that you might experience a very significant fight around the 21st of May, a few days before, a few days after, uh, that could lead to a breakup. Um, I want to say romantically, uh, there, there is a chance, um, that it may feel like you're not on the same page at all with, with, with a partner romantically. And you really have to consider, okay, what do I want my future to look like? like because it seems like this person does not want to cooperate so is it time to call it um 
quits I um, I'd say and that is a uh, Libra for May my dear Scorpios Scorpio suns and Scorpio risings the month of May is a very very significant month for you because it may feel like there are a lot of things shifting in your life and also a lot of things uh, crystallizing in your life taking a definite shape in your life especially when it comes to your relationship sector but also uh, potentially when it comes to your home and living situation so first things first um, mercury is still retrograde until the middle of the month in your seventh house of relationships now what does that tell us it tells us that you're still thinking talking about um evaluating or, or re-evaluating um old issues or old matters connected with your partnership sector so you could be having conversations with your partner that you've had in the past um, there is a chance that you may not necessarily feel aligned that you may not necessarily feel exactly on on the same page these conversations could be connected with your plans for the future and also potentially connected with uh, money and shared assets and shared um, resources so it may feel like you're not exactly in alignment until the middle of May when mercury goes out of retrograde there is a chance however that that you could pick up where you left off old issues that you talked about in the past so old goals and old maybe issues that need to be solved connected with money and finances and joint assets you could bring them from the archives back to um uh, to your attention um approach old conversations from a different perspective and possibly possibly reach an agreement even though an agreement was not reached uh in the past when you addressed these um these topics 5th of May there is a full moon happening a full moon lunar eclipse happening in your seventh house uh, my apologies uh, activating your seventh house of relationships and of course your first house of identity uh, this is a time and this is a moment a period let's call it because the eclipse it's likely to be felt also the week before the week after uh, this is a moment in time in which you may feel like you are releasing an old sense of self and an old identity because of where your partnership sector is headed because of developments that have to do with your relationship sector so for instance let's say uh, some of you could uh, um, take a relationship to the next level some of you could get committed some of you could get engaged some of you could move in with a partner some of you could take a big step in the direction of long-term commitment partnership wise some of you could enter very important business partnerships also but the key kind of like element to keep in mind here is it feels like you're leaving behind you're saying goodbye to the old you you're saying goodbye to your old identity you're saying goodbye in a way that may feel very fated um it feels like you're saying goodbye to an old life direction uh Scorpios without sounding too uh dramatic it's almost like life as you knew it and and uh, even like the old you that that you knew and loved and were very emotionally attached to is now almost kind of like done you're saying goodbye you're closing that book you're closing that chapter and you're moving forward uh, in this uh, in this partnership 
Mars, which is the disposer of the eclipse, is very nicely aspected to Uranus and to Neptune. Um, I do believe there's a lot of love and there's a lot of enjoyment um, in your relationship sector around this time. There could also be some significant developments taking place um, in partnership with someone that involved children. So your partner could could um, get pregnant or you could enter into a partnership with someone who already has a child and therefore you're stepping into a new role, into a new identity, or you could be pregnant and you might have like a major announcement to make to your partner. And alas, your partner says, well, let's get married if you're if you're pregnant or uh, let's uh, let's start uh, making plans for the future because life will no longer look like it has looked up until this up until this point. Um, Mars is, however, tensely aspecting Jupiter in your sixth house. It feels like whatever is going on in your relationship sector, whatever milestone moment you are reaching in your relationship sector, it does have a, a strong impact on your day to day. Your day to day no longer looks the same. So you have to change your day to day. You have to change what your daily kind of like routine and schedule looks like. You might even need to reconsider your job for 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 whatever um, for whatever reason. You could also be signing a partnership with maybe. Um, a foreign client around this time, a work partnership with a foreign client or a foreign business partner around this time. And as a result, you may need to change your, your ways of working. You may need to change your schedule, your diary, and maybe even the way you approach certain tasks at, uh, at work. Venus from the 7th of May until um, the 5th of June transits your ninth house. This is a very, very enjoyable time in terms of uh, traveling um, and also in terms of connecting with people from foreign lands, foreign countries. Uh, it can be a very enjoyable time if you travel with a partner, even if Mercury is retrograde, you could travel, for instance, to a place that you've already been to. Um, it does feel like um, it's almost like you believe in your partner. <laughs> You believe in partnership throughout this period. You're very positive and optimistic about partnership, uh, both uh, from a business perspective and also from a life uh, perspective. Um, things are very smooth and easy to handle from a legal perspective uh, when Venus moves through your ninth house. So if you need any help with with uh, legal kind of like paperwork and documents or stuff that has to do with visas, residency and things like that, it may feel like you find just the right person to um help you handle whatever it is that you need to ha that you need to handle so it's like people open doors for you they have the the right resources for you and they just make the whole like process smoother and and uh, easier overall 13th of May, Venus nicely aspects Saturn in the fifth house. It feels like you are very proud of something that you have accomplished from a creative perspective, very likely. Uh, you might be wrapping up a creative project. You could be feeling very inspired from a creative perspective and you could feel like it's easy to ground those creative ideas into something tangible and long lasting. This also feels like a day um, of, of commitment, um, romantically it's almost like you're committing to something with your partner and uh, you believe in the same things and you're excited to build something in the long run um that you are I, I was about to say all that you're both aligned on in terms of general life philosophy um you could also be traveling around this time or making plans to travel and if that is the case it does seem to be very um, enjoyable overall and it does seem to solidify that kind of like glue within the relationship because I do see a very this month 
there's no doubt about it. The focus is definitely on relationships more than anything else, uh, Scorpios. And not just not just romantic relationships. I keep on saying this because some people tell me I am single and I don't want anyone. And I'm like, that is absolutely your prerogative. That is absolutely fine. But you surely must have connections and relationships with people in general in your life. So don't think just in this kind of like very narrow way about like romance only. Think of think about business partnerships. Think about um, working with people one-to-one. -one. Think about uh, consultants in your life, uh, your accountant, uh, your therapist, and so, uh, and so on. Middle of May, of course, Mercury goes direct. And uh, also on the 15th of May, Mars nicely aspects Neptune in the fifth house. It does feel like it's easy for you to take action, to take the initiative um, in a very kind of like public way. When it comes to a matter that is very close to your heart, it feels very easy to fight and to defend and to protect something that you love and something that is very... Um, aligned with your ideals, even from a spiritual um, perspective, I'd say. I see almost like a, a serendipitous victory on this day, also from a, uh, from a legal perspective, if that is something that uh, you are waiting uh, for. Um, middle of May, 16th of May, until the last week of May of 2024, Jupiter enters your seventh house of relationships. Jupiter um, transits this part of your chart once every 12 years. The last time when it was transiting this part of your chart, my dear Scorpios, especially Scorpio risings, was between June 2011 until June 2012. What a beautiful chapter you have just entered uh, relationship-wise. This is a time of growth, of 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 opportunities, of development, of excitement, of exploration, relationship-wise. For those of you who are single, Jupiter is likely to bring exciting opportunities to build a partnership with someone. For those of you who are already in a partnership, it may feel like your partner is going through a very um, auspicious, I'm like, sorry, I'm trying to say words. Uh, it may feel like your partner um, will experience some of the most auspicious times of their life with Jupiter transiting your seventh house. So they could become more abundant. They could make more money at work. Uh, they could step into um, an exciting chapter of, of self-development. Um, overall, it feels like your partner is becoming more positive and more optimistic and more confident. And generally, that is likely to lead to them probably being more generous with you and to you feeling like, it is a joy to be with this person. Um, Jupiter is also the ruler of your second house. So uh, I wanna say that you are very nicely aspected Scorpios uh, from the middle of May of this year until the last week of May of 2024 to make money in partnership with someone else. Uh, partnerships are super, super, super important as a source of abundance for you in the next um, year, even from a, fin from a financial perspective, but not just from, a financial perspective, also from the perspective of knowledge and, and wisdom. So that obviously is, is a type of abundance uh, that is uh, well worth taking into account. Also, it may feel like you have a lot to learn from someone um, that you either consider a, to be a partner or an advisor or a consultant. Um, in the next year, my dear, uh, my dear Scorpios. Um, Jupiter, of course, is the yes planet. So um, I, I generally recommend uh, taking a little bit of a chance, uh, not being afraid of, of risks when it comes to partnerships. 
with the Jupiter on uh, on your side, and it may feel like there's 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 so much to look forward to together with with a partner with uh, Jupiter going through this as through this uh, sector of of your chart. Um, my lovely, my lovely Scorpios. Interestingly, interestingly, I have seen some people. I have seen in my in my experience, uh, people um, either at the very beginning of a Jupiter transit through their seventh house, or um, right before Jupiter made its way into the seventh house. I have seen people go through maybe breakups, but then Jupiter came in and kind of like brought an entire like suite of opportunities like uh, it brought an abundance of options in terms of potential partners um sometimes jupiter is is giving us a nudge to explore what else is out there um and when and if that happens i would almost see it as a sign from the universe telling you that you don't have to settle if you're not happy you can literally sometimes we can do better and you can do you can do better, but that is only only um, likely to happen if the relationship isn't isn't um, solid and uh, and enduring and something that brings you a sense of peace and comfort and stability, my uh, my dear Scorpios. Jupiter will square Pluto in your first in, in your fourth house. Uh, my apologies, uh, Scorpios, from the seventeenth of May until the twenty first of May. Um, I do see you having to overcome a fear coming from your past, coming from your childhood, maybe. Um, I do see you having to overcome a fear of a psychological nature in order to grow and to develop and to expand a partnership. Also, it may feel like a partner coming into your life is asking you to radically transform um, your living situation. Now, if you are already with someone and if you're not meeting someone new, uh, as a result of where your relationship sector is headed, because there is this sense of kind of like expansion and new possibilities together with a partner that you are being exposed to, as a result of that, you may have to reconsider your, your home life, your living situation. You may need to relocate, move to a bigger home, something like that. It's, it's very, very... Um, possible. 19th of May, um, three days before, three days after, a new beginning relationship-wise, so it may feel like you're starting off a, an, an exciting chapter relationship-wise. Um, the new one is nicely aspected to Mars and to Neptune once once again. It is a new beginning that you believe in. It is a new beginning uh, that promises a lot. It is a new beginning aligned with your life philosophy. It is a new beginning that makes you happy relationship-wise. And it could also be a new beginning that involves children or some sort of um, traveling or legal uh, issue. For instance, legalizing... Um, a relationship through uh, signing a contract, which could be the marriage certificate. Just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. You could also be making plans in this direction. Remember that astrology doesn't predict exact material manifestation. And many times the astrological kind of like um, events pinpoint the energies that we that we deal with, but they don't tell us this is exactly what you're going to do on this date. It tells us what we're dealing with. And here you're dealing with kind of like a new chapter relationship wise that does feel um, in, in a way like it involves certain risks. But at the same time, it feels like something that makes you happy and it feels like something that you are eager to kind of like roll with and kind of like go go with its flow, kind of like run with where the tide takes you relationship wise. 
The sun moves into Gemini on the 21st of May, and for the next month, it illuminates the area of shared assets, shared resources, uh, sex, intimacy, uh, fears. So you may feel like you need to kind of like open up to 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 a partner, and uh, this, it may feel like your spotlight is being placed on what you've been keeping to yourself. I I'd say um, Scorpios. The sun will nicely aspect Pluto in Aquarius on the 21st of May in your fourth house. Um, it does feel like it's very clear to you what sort of change you need to make in terms of your home and living situation around this time as a result of a partnership advancing. Now, it could also be a, a career, kind of like a, a business partnership that is asking you to reconsider where you live. On the 21st of May also, Mars is in opposition to Pluto in your fourth house. Mars just entered Leo on the 20th of May until the 10th of July. And on the 21st of May, with the opposition to Pluto in the fourth house, it may feel like you have to move away and cut out of your life an existing um, structure in terms of living situation and maybe also cut symbolically out of your life something that... Um, had an important hold over you from a psychological perspective. If you want to move forward with your career, there's also a possibility that you may have some, some significant kind of like power struggle with a parent around this time or with someone in a position of authority, such as a boss. And it could feel like the final battle. It could feel like, okay, this is it. This is the final battle and I'm, I'm done and I'm moving away from this. It's possible. It's very, very possible. Um, 23rd of May, Mars is squaring Jupiter and Taurus in the seventh house. I want to say that you could feel a little bit uh, uh, angry or frustrated with your partner because they are not moving at the pace that you would like them to move. And it feels like that's that's kind of like something that is, um, how should we say, uh, keeping you stagnant in terms of advancing with your life at the at the speed that you would want to advance at. It may also feel like a day when you have to defend someone or um, stand up for your belief in a very kind of like and for your belief system in a very public setup, I'd say. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a professional setup, but it could be in a professional setup. Um, Mars squares the nodal axis, uh, 25th of May, also active the day before the day after. I want to say that this is where you need to really take a bit of a step back and ask yourself objectively and almost kind of like scientifically in a detached manner, what structures in my life need to change and maybe even crumble uh, if I am to move forward with this partnership? Um... 27th of May, Jupiter will conjunct uh, the North Node in your seventh house. This could feel like a, a day of fated encounters, maybe even the day before the day after. Um, it could feel like you connect with someone who has a lot to teach you and also someone who is very likely to help you appreciate yourself more uh, and value yourself more, my dear um my dear Scorpios, and that is May for you. My dear Sagittarius, Sagittarius suns and Sagittarius risings, what does May have in store for you? Folks, it is a busy, 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 incredibly busy month for you. Why? Because there is a lot of action happening in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. So you definitely have a lot on your plate. I don't see you 
taking um, a lot of time off. I don't see you chilling on the absolute contrary. If you uh, if you ask me, there is a lot that needs to be ticked off your to do list this um, this month and a little bit later in the month. The action also moves to your seventh house of partnerships and committed relationships. But but let me take a, a bit of a step back and share what you can expect from um, May. Mercury is going to be retrograde until the middle of May, until um, the 15th of May in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. I feel like you are wrapping things up work-wise that you should have wrapped up or that you were expected to wrap up work-wise a while back. So you're tying up loose ends. You could be um, revisiting, re revising, reviewing old work projects until the middle of the month. You could also be dealing with old clients. Um, you could be dealing with issues that are coming back to your attention, even though in the past you thought that you had completed them. So old work related projects, there could be old projects that you go back to and you say, Hmm, maybe I can do this better. Maybe I can rewrite this part. Maybe I can edit this part. Mercury retrograde many times is about editing. The Mercury retrograde is also happening obviously in your house of health. And there's going to be a lot of focus on your health this month with, with an eclipse here um, in your sixth house with the new moon on the 19th of, uh, of May. Um, and also with Jupiter, the great benefic and your chart ruler moving into this part of your, um, of your chart. To be very, very precise, on the 16th of May, that's when Jupiter changes signs. So right after the Mercury retrograde is um, is over. I'll tell you this, Sagittarians, this month, uh, especially Sagittarius risings, really think about what you have postponed health-wise, what you know you need to take care of, what you know you need to check, um, what sort of like procedures, checkups, you know you need to go for. Um, also, if you've been if you've been postponing um, working with a um, with an advisor, with a consultant, with a coach, uh, with with some sort of like medical practitioner, this is the month to go ahead and do it, because with Jupiter in the second half of the month until next year, activating this part of your chart, it may feel like. This is how you are called to grow and to self-develop for the year ahead on a personal level by paying more attention to your health, by paying more attention to your habits, uh, by learning more, by exploring more of, let's say, more about what sits well with your body and what doesn't sit that well with your body. Um, I also want to flag, Sagittarians, that Mercury being the ruler of your seventh house of relationships and of your 10th house of career, the Mercury retrograde could bring to your attention old work opportunities, old professional opportunities, or opportunities from the past that maybe you didn't consider up until this point. You thought, mm, maybe this is not for me, or maybe I'm not ready, etc., etc., etc. Saying that, saying that, with the eclipse happening on the 5th of May, um, activating also this part of your chart, your sixth house of day-to-day -day work, and the Mercury retrograde being active, you might consider old work opportunities and say, yeah, I think this is it. 
I think I can see very clearly the writing on the wall. I think I need to go for this. I need, I need to go ahead with this, even if I didn't think um, it was the right fit for me in the past. Now I realize, okay, I need to go ahead. Um, I need to go ahead with it. This is where uh, where things are going. Once the Mercury retrograde is over, it may feel like you are going in a straightforward, direct. Um, smooth line work-wise in terms of communication with co-workers, in terms of communication with colleagues, in terms of um, communication with um, your partner, including um, business partner. When Mercury is retrograde, of course, it may feel like there are some things that um, could be lost in translation or that you have to revisit, even though initially you thought you had um, an agreement, let's say with, with your um, work team or with your business partner. After the Mercury retrograde is over, it's like, okay, full speed ahead. We can go for the home run, as they, uh, as they say. Do they say that? Or am I making that up? Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I am feeling this with Mercury retrograde, by the way. Um, Let's take a little bit of a step back. So 5th of May, week before, week after, uh, you are likely to feel the influence, Sagittarians, of the full moon. Um, it's a lunar eclipse of a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that triggers your 12th house, 6th house axis. This is the axis of health and service. This can be a time when you let go of a job, when you um, also um, wrap up a very, very important um health-related chapter. It could also be a time of crisis health-wise. Now, when I say crisis, obviously the word has a negative connotation. Crisis doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything blowing up health-wise, but it may feel like this is it. I need to address this issue. I need to do something about it. I can no longer pretend that it is not an issue. So it may come to your attention what it is that you need to address from a health-related um, perspective. Um, you could also feel quite tired and drained around the time of this um, eclipse. This eclipse is also inviting you to take stock of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis and say, okay, what do I need to remove out of my life? Are there any habits that I need to let go of? Are there any work projects that I need to let go of? Are there any daily rituals that I need to let go of? Probably, probably. And if you do let go of them, it may feel like your health improves. It may feel like your mental health um, is, is doing much better also. And physically, physically, you could be feeling much um, much more energized, I, I dare, um, I dare say. Um, what I like about this eclipse is that Mars the dispositor of the eclipse is harmoniously aspecting Uranus and Taurus in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and trining Neptune in your fourth house of, um, of home. It is wearing Jupiter in the fifth house. So what am I seeing here is I'm seeing a closure, uh, a moment of closure work-wise, a moment of you overcoming um, a challenging time work-wise, a moment of you also overcoming and maybe seeing very clearly um, where a source of pain and um, frustration and maybe even like physical pain, uh, you might see very clearly where it's coming from health-wise. So you might kind of like 
dig deep enough that you find the root cause. And I'm not saying that it's not painful finding the root cause, but at least you know what you're working with. And that is probably one of the most important steps towards healing, including from a physical um, perspective, I, I'd say. If you are having any sort of like health-related interventions around this time, maybe something that was postponed, uh, you may want to take a little bit of time to rest at home and to kind of like take it easy and maybe to have possibly a family member be there with you and say, hey, uh, um, I'm, I'm here if you want to cry, if you're feeling sensitive, if you're feeling sore physically, I am here for, I'm here for you. This could also be a time when you feel like you have accomplished something very significant health-wise. Um, I'm not saying that the work is done, but it may feel like a win. Um, and it could have a very important psychological component, my dear uh, Sagittarians. Then if we move a little bit forward in time, um, from the 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus transits your 8th house in Cancer. Now for you, Venus is um, the ruler of your house of, um, of health and work and the ruler of your 11th house of plans for the future. So it does feel like you are enjoying the process of transformation throughout this period of your daily habits, your daily routines, and uh, it seems to have a, a benefic impact upon your health, but also it seems to help you overcome the fear of transformation, this, this particular transit, the fear of transformation when it came to your work, your health, and your plans for the future. This can be a very um, sweet time, uh, I want to say, Venus transiting the eighth house from an investments perspective. So especially if you've got investments, it may feel like they are doing better. You could get possibly also like a, a return on investment. But of course, of course, you know how I say, you are in charge of your finances. This is not financial um, advice. I wouldn't be surprised if you also received some sort of gift, maybe a financial gift, um, or maybe something very um, significant, very important from a friend. And it really feels like it's it's making life, in, in, in the midst of this challenging time, it's making life um, challenging time. Why? Because there's a lot of changes uh, work-wise and health-wise. Um, it feels like this gift from a friend is helping you go through the period of transition with an open heart. Um, 13th of May, um, I do see you finding a place of, of security and emotional stability in the midst of the changes that are happening both health-wise and work-wise, my, uh, my lovely Sagittarians. Um, I also see you building something together at home, probably with a romantic partner. Um, and when I say building something, it could be a stronger emotional uh, bond. Um, it could also feel like you are ready to leave behind maybe something that um, constituted a burden. Um, in connection with your family or with your past around this time. And this could, this energy that I'm talking about could be of a very emotional uh, nature. Um, Jupiter, the great benefic, goes in your uh, in your sixth house of health and day-to-day -day work, 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024. This is a beautiful time to explore new opportunities work-wise, to grow in terms of, um, 
the services that you're offering to others. So kind of like to, to expand your horizons and to say, how can I be of service to others in a new way? How can I um, put myself into the service of others in a new way? It may feel like there's a lot, and I mean a lot of work-related opportunities coming your way in the next year. Uh, generally, a Jupiter transit does invite us to get out of our comfort zone. So to do things that we haven't done up until this point in our life. So if you're feeling like, you want to do something new work-wise, like you want to get a new job, you want to explore a new way of working, you want to start an, um, a new project work-wise, Jupiter is on your side. So I would recommend going ahead going ahead with it. Um, Jupiter transiting the sixth house is likely to make you very busy for the year ahead. Um, you are going to have a lot on your plate, as I have already mentioned, not just this month, but in general. Um, it might also help to, um, let's say explore new ways of looking at your daily habits throughout this period to say, do I need maybe like an assistant or do I need to organize my time differently? Um, how can I manage my resources better? And maybe you want to take a class or a course on this matter also. Um, from the 17th of May until the 21st, there are some challenging transits in the sky. Jupiter will tensely aspect Pluto in your third house. So if you're starting a new um, a new job um, in May, which is possible, it is possible, uh, either around the 5th of May, week before, week after, or around the 19th of May, three days before, three days after. So if you're starting a new way of working or a new job, if you're joining maybe like a new team, from the 17th of May until the 21st, you could be feeling a little bit, a little bit overwhelmed by the the amount of information and the amount of new knowledge that you need to um to accumulate, to assimilate, uh, and to integrate. I'd say there could be some some misunderstandings. I want to say um, due to maybe cultural differences with colleagues at work. Uh, remember that you may need to learn a new language or a new way of communicating in, in this new um, work environment that I see you stepping into this, this month, my dear Sagittarians, either around the 5th of May, as I said, or around the 19th of May. Why around the 19th of May? Because that's when you have a new moon in your house of health and day-to-day -day work. Um, so this could be the time when you officially start a new job or when you feel like, okay, this is it. My day-to-day -day work is going to look very, very differently. You could get, uh, you could sign the papers around this time, the, um, uh, uh, the employment papers, or you could physically start working um, in a new environment with a new team and so on. So I would be careful in terms of like, communication and uh, not allowing the the mental and emotional kind of like overwhelm to get the best of you because you are here to learn new ways of working and probably also to learn new information um, work-wise my my dear Sagittarians um, especially especially between the 17th until the 21st of, of May um, I would also be uh, careful on the road throughout this period so I wouldn't rush to get into work because there could be some issues with with um, with transportation or with your car. Um, 20th of May, Mars goes into your ninth house until the 10th of July. Finally, it's getting out of your eighth house, my dear Sagittarian. So you're likely to put a lot of energy until the 10th of July into traveling, um, into uh, your studies, into anything of an academic nature, but also into, um, I want to say, um, shouting out sharing with the world um, something about your creations, my dear uh, Sagittarius. Very, very, very careful. Uh, 23rd of May, day before, day after. Um, I want to say maybe hmm, 
Yeah, 23rd of May, day before, day after. Uh, you could get into a little bit of a fight, into a little bit of an argument, once again with people at work or uh, with people that you're collaborating with work-wise because of cultural differences and because you're both very kind of like fixed in terms of your beliefs and in terms of your life philosophy. Um, and last but not least, uh, 25th of May, day before, day after, Mars is squaring the nodal axis. Hmm. It feels like you need to take a little bit of like uh, of, of, of objective kind of like distance from being very um, attached and very um, belligerent um, when it comes to defending your your worldviews and your life philosophy and your belief system in a work environment. Because if you are too attached and if you do go into a fight, it may feel like you are undermining your work related progress, especially when it comes to working with people from different countries or from a different culture, my dear Sagittarius. So kind of like do slow down in terms of like <laughs> sending your point across, so to, so to speak. My lovely Capricorns, Capricorn suns and Capricorn risings, what does May have in store for you? Well, Capricorns, I think you're going to be one of the few uh, signs that's actually probably going to enjoy uh, the month of May. Um, why is that? Because there's a lot of action going on in your fifth house of enjoyment, fun, uh, creativity, creative self-expression, uh, partying, um, children also, entertainment. So there's a lot happening there. Uh, the, the eclipse on the 5th of May is activating this part of your chart. Um, Jupiter, the great benefic, is going into this part of your chart from the middle of May onwards, from the 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024. And you're also going to have a new moon in this part of your chart on the 19th of May. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let me take a little bit of a step. <laughs> let me take a little bit of a step back. Um, Mercury is still retrograde in this part of your chart. So until let's see, the middle of May until the 15th of May, um, it may feel like you're thinking a lot about uh, old, let's say, hobbies, um, old passions, old, pa old passion projects, old creative projects, you could revisit them, you could re-edit them, um, you could um, kind of like go back to, I don't know, like writing your book or taking your classes and courses that um, um, had to do with topics that you're very passionate about. You could also be thinking a lot about old romantic partners, they could come back into your life, you could feel tempted to go back into a relationship with, with them or to give them another shot, to give them another chance. I'm going to say this, there is a chance that you might be able to rebuild something with someone from the past. I, I'll put it out there. Um, hmm. Really ask yourselves, Capricorns, um, what is it that I need to let go of in terms of my old view of the future? old view of the future. What what sort of like old vision of my future do I need to release so that I can rebuild the connection with someone, a romantic partner, uh, maybe even a work partner, um, so that this time we can make it work? Is there any sort of like old vision of the future that is no longer serving me that I need to let go of? That could be something that you need to really take into account around the 5th of May week before week after, when the eclipse is activating your 11th house, um, the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, um, this does feel like a time when you are letting go, you're releasing, you're surrendering an old view of your future, an old set of goals, an old set of objectives, maybe also because you feel like you have 
done the best that you could in this um, in this regards. Maybe because you feel like, yes, it has been accomplished. This goal has been accomplished. So now I can enjoy my life more and I can even build something with someone um, romantically or I can build something together with my kids because the fifth house is also the house of children. Um, I can maybe spend more time with them. I can talk to them more. I can uh, participate in their extracurricular activities more now that I have accomplished this goal or now that I realize that this old set of goals that I had hmm, is no longer as important to me as I thought it would be now and forever, uh, now and forever more. Um, Mercury retrograde in the fifth house is also saying until the middle of May that there is a chance until the middle of the month that you could accomplish something um, regarding children. Um, if you have kids regarding maybe the health of your kids, regarding maybe their education, if you don't have children, uh, maybe something that allows you to have children, uh, you could accomplish something that maybe you did not accomplish in the past up until this point. So the Mercury retrograde this, this month, I feel like it, it brings back to our attention, together with the eclipse, issues that maybe did not crystallize or materialize in the way that we wanted them to crystallize and materialize in the past. But now we get the chance to um, do it all over again and we get the chance to do it better. Uh, Mercury is also the, the ruler of your house of health. Hence why if if any of you have been having any issues um, health wise to maybe like have kids or if your kids have been having some problems, some, some health related issues that needed to be addressed, but maybe they weren't addressed properly the first time around. With Mercury retrograde until the middle of the month, it may feel like these are being solved until the middle of the month, um, even if they didn't work out in the past, I'd, uh, I'd say. Now, let me go a little bit back in time and uh, take you through the most important dates of the month. Um, the full moon lunar eclipse, 5th of May, week before, week after, is saying... Uh, you are accomplishing something very significant for you. You're accomplishing a goal, a dream, but you're also ready to let it go, to leave it behind. This could also be a time when you either um, say goodbye to a friend, maybe because they're moving, uh, or you say goodbye to an organization, to a group of people, to a team of people, maybe because there are some very exciting developments happening in your life, um, uh, connected with the area of relationships, but also maybe connected with the area of children. So let's say... I'm just giving examples here. You're announcing your your um, your team, um, your your work colleagues that you're going on maternity leave or something like that. Um, this could also be a time of significant celebration with friends, my dear Capricorns. The the eclipse. I love it. I love it. Uh, you do seem to have something to celebrate, um, connected with your um, relationship sector and possibly also connected with the area of children. Um, you also seem to feel very. how should I say, loved by um, some of your friends around this time and uh, lucky to have them in your in your life. Even if, even if a friend could say goodbye to you around this time, maybe because they're moving. So that is a possibility. That is a possibility. Now, 7th of May until the 5th of June, Venus transits your fifth house of, of relationships. Uh, Venus is kind of like bringing a lot of like sweetness and enjoyment relationship wise. This is a very romantic time. Enjoy your relationship. Um, take your partner out for dates or say yes. If your partner is looking to surprise you, your partner may have a lot of love to shower you with throughout this period. Um, it may also feel like 
the partner is being a lot less belligerent and a lot more um, willing to compromise and a lot more willing to meet you halfway and to um, uh, find a way to work things out together with uh, with you. I like the 13th of May because it does feel like you're accomplishing something. You're, you're reaching an agreement, a verbal agreement with a partner. It could be a business partner or it could be a work partner on how to move forward with the relationship. So you could be signing some papers or you could be reaching a verbal agreement, but it does feel like this strengthens the bond, this strengthens the, the partnership, this strengthens the relationship, this, this agreement. Um, you could also have like a very successful um, creative brainstorm on this day and have a partner kind of like help you um, come up with some very um, beautiful creative ideas, my dear Capricorns. Um, I'm also liking, I'm also liking the fact that, of course, Jupiter, the great benefic, ha 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 ha, this is so exciting, goes into your fifth house of, of children and enjoyment, uh, 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024. Uh, Jupiter for you is also the ruler of your third house of, of, of learning and communication. So this is a very beautiful time for you, my dear Capricorns. Um, for the next year or so, uh, it may feel like you're having many more opportunities to enjoy life, to have fun, uh, to build the things in your life that um, give you a sense of, of fulfillment and happiness, uh, to maybe spend more time uh, connecting with your body, to spend more time enjoying your romantic life, enjoying um, maybe like eating together, uh, cooking, um, building kind of like this, this uh, sensual connection with your romantic partner. This can also be a very fertile period uh, for those of you who are looking to have kids, um, there can be a sense of, of, of growth and expansion and abundance connected with children. And and if if you're much younger and you're listening to this, overall, it does seem to be like a very creative, uh, you, you're experiencing a surge in inspiration creatively um, and a very fun time with Jupiter transiting your fifth house. And you could be drawing a lot of enjoyment from studies, from studying something that you really like. Um, new moon on the 19th of May, active a few days before, a few days after uh, in your fifth house. You could be starting uh, off a new romantic relationship or you could have news connected with children that really uh, make both you and your partner happy, especially if you do have a partner. This could also be a time when you start working with someone, maybe like an advisor, a consultant on um, how to maybe someone like a coach on how to feel more fulfilled on a day-to-day -day basis in your life and how to come back to the basics that give you a sense of security and joy. Um, I want to flag that uh, 20th of May until the 10th of July, um, there could be some, so Mars enters your eighth house. You may have some, some expenses that you need to take care of or significant expenses connected with the home, I want to say, and these could rile you up a little bit. Um, a, a little bit of a challenging time, um, 21st of May, I want to say, maybe also the day before until the 25th of May. Um, Financially, it does feel like you're having a lot of expenses, maybe more so than you thought you would have. They seem to be connected, especially with home and family. I would also watch out for interest rates not to go up and I would uh, pay off kind of like credit cards and look into credit card debt and stuff like that because there could be some some unpleasant surprises. There could also be um, a feeling of ha you having to fork out a lot of money, maybe more than you thought you would have to fork out because of taxes of, uh, of some sorts. Um, also 17th of May until the 21st of May, um, I want to say that um, you could be having some, some maybe um, 
unforeseen, unexpected um, expenses, significant major expenses connected with children or connected with something that really brings you a lot of a lot of joy um but you may have to revisit your budget because of this it may feel like oh this is costing a lot more than i thought it would cost my dear uh capricorn so um the last 10 days of the month i would really recommend looking into your expenses and what you need to pay credit cards loans mortgage and also look for hidden stuff or stuff that you weren't aware of because that could really have a significant impact upon your budget and you may need to reorganize your entire budget i uh, i want to say my dear aquarius aquarius suns and aquarius risings what does may look like for you it's very intense. It is It is a crucial month. It is a month of of closures. It is a month of new beginnings. Um it's an exciting month as uh, as well. So I'm going to I'm going to dive in. But I want to give you a bit of a heads up. This is really a month to embrace the fact that your life is going through a process of restructuring, especially if you've got a lot of planets and fixed signs, Aquarius, uh, Taurus, Scorpio, um, uh, Leo, there will be some structures that are possibly, possibly crumbling and some new structures that will get built or or the process of building new new structures will will commence this um this month i would recommend if you can getting some people to help you and to support you and also at the same time acknowledging that not everyone is is going to help you in the process of rebuilding and reorganizing your life. And sometimes you just need to say no and stop and back off to certain people in your life. That is just uh, the way that I would approach this. So let's put it this way. Uh, probably one of the most important um, events of this month is the full moon lunar eclipse uh, happening on the 5th of May. It's active also the week before, week after. Um, it is activating your house of career and your house of home and living situation. Um, this is a culminating point, a culminating moment for you professionally. Um, it may feel like you are uh, reaching some sort of peak professionally, but you could also find yourself in a place where you are called to release and to let go of something that you have built professionally because your attention is drawn someplace else. It is drawn towards your home. It's drawn towards your family life. It's drawn towards your private life. So I'm going to give you an example. If you are walking away from a job or from a role um, career-wise around this time, around the time of the eclipse, it's probably because you're building something um, exciting and something long-lasting and durable and tangible in your home and family life. I'm, I'm almost kind of like envisaging, I don't know, some people um, becoming pregnant or some people kind of like relocating to a different state, relocating someplace else around the time of the eclipse or hearing news connected with this because remember that astrology does not predict exact material manifestation. It only tells us um, the uh, symbolic and archetypal meaning of what we're dealing with. Um, it doesn't tell us Specifically, you're going to meet this person on, on, on this day. So please take away the energy of what I'm talking about. And of course, I am giving you examples just so that it's easier to understand. 
It may feel like the eclipse is saying, you've accomplished what you set out to accomplish. It is time to move away and it is time to leave behind something professionally. Um, you could leave behind an industry, you could leave behind a position, you could leave behind the job. Uh, at the same time, um, you could also feel like you have reached the peaks of your profession and now it's time to like make room for the building process to begin someplace else, most importantly in your private life, my dear Aquarians, especially Aquarius risings. Mars, which is the ruler of the eclipse, is going to be in your house of day-to-day -day work, nicely aspecting Uranus and Taurus in the fourth house of home. I'm, I'm almost seeing um, the energy of you working towards something at home and in your family life, so putting effort towards accomplishing something at home, whilst at the same time kind of like letting go and leaving behind... Um, what you have built professionally, maybe because um, you realize that, again, uh, there's no more building to be done, or you realize that you have outgrown that uh, that position. I also see a culminating point, a culminating moment around this time uh, for parents, uh, for your parents, my dear Aquarius, or for the parents of your partner, if you are in a relationship. Um, Something significant could happen in their lives connected with their health or with their jobs. I want to say that you seem to be equipped with the um, intuition and the insights on how to take action in order to see them through this process of transition. So maybe a parent is retiring or a parent is moving someplace else. Um, maybe maybe they are going through... Um, I don't know, like the process of being made redundant apparent. That is that is a possibility. But you seem to kind of like to step in uh, very intuitively and and in this in in like a almost like a spur of the moment kind of kind of way, guided by instinct and guided by uh, original ideas. And you seem to help them through. Um, the process of dealing with the aftermath of whatever is reaching a culminating point in their um, in their life, Mars is nicely aspecting Neptune in your uh, in your second house of income. If you are leaving behind a role, a job, a position, or an industry professionally, it's probably because you're already working on something else and you are in a good place financially. I want to say so. You seem to not have financial worries, um, and even if you don't necessarily have something lined up professionally. Once again, you seem to be in a good place financially. So you, you're you you're not um, stressed financially, which I imagine is a big plus, I, uh, I'd i say. 7th of May, um, Venus moves into your house of work and health uh, until the 5th of June. Um, you may enjoy the work that you're doing throughout this period. Um, it could also feel like you're putting a lot of day-to-day uh, -day work into matters connected with home and family life around this time, my lovely um, Aquarians. You could also have a lot to do on, on your day-to-day to-do list uh, connected with... Uh, higher education and academia. So throughout this period, you may actually enjoy working on academic projects or or working and collaborating work-wise with people um, from a different country, from a different culture. Um, you could also be learning something about a new culture throughout this period that helps you in your day-to-day -day work. This also seems to be a very enjoyable time uh, when it comes to focusing on your health. So if you've been meaning to, I don't know, start a new, start a diet or start working out or something like that, it does feel like um, it, it's, it's an easy and a smooth process. And you also have by your side people that can help you and guide you throughout this process, my dear Aquarians. 
13th of May, um, it feels like you are accomplishing something very tangible at work um, that um, results in you being appreciated by colleagues or by... Um, by people very kind of like close to you, who you hold in high regard and high esteem, you're accomplishing something very, very tangible that also involves uh, the use of your intuition and imagination and uh, the softer kind of like human skill set that you have, such as negotiating a deal, such as um, um, handling a tricky situation in terms of interactions with um, with someone uh, with someone else, my dear uh, my dear Aquarians. Um, I also see you um, enjoying the results of your hard work health wise on this on this day. 15th of May, Mercury goes direct in your fourth house of home. So if you've been experiencing delays or, or misunderstandings uh, or, or a sense of having to reevaluate your home and family life uh, in, in the past three weeks, uh, with Mercury going direct, it may feel like there's clarity in terms of communication with family members, uh, in terms of um, understanding what's going to make you happy and what's going to fulfill you in your home and private life. And it also feels like if you are waiting for news um, connected with gadgetry, um, tech, um, appliances around the house, uh, let's say you were waiting for a delivery to arrive, it's finally, it's finally probably going to arrive in the second half of the month, or it may feel like uh, things are getting fixed if there were any sort of issues and problems of a technical nature with appliances around uh, the house. I'm also liking the 15th of May because you seem to spend um, some money on your mental health or on something that helps you improve your, your emotional health, and you do this with a great deal of inspiration, I'd, um, I'd say. 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024, uh, Jupiter enters your fourth house of home. This is a beautiful time for you, Aquarians, family-wise and home-wise. So this is a great time to, to purchase a property, to move into a bigger home, to explore new, uh, new ways of living, a new living situation, and this seems to be the 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 theme that you're called to focus on also around the time of the new moon 19th of may this month three days before three days after that is happening in your fourth house of home uh, in the next year from the middle of may onwards your family might grow um your uh real estate portfolio possibly possibly so let's say you could uh you could buy a home you could purchase a home uh you could move into a new home um Jupiter likes to go bigger, so you might move into a bigger home, um, or or you may even experience possibly, possibly um, living abroad or living amongst people from a different um, culture, I'd, I'd say. Jupiter is the yes planet, so whatever plans you've got connected with home and family life, Jupiter is offering protection in the next, uh, in the next year. Jupiter is tensely aspected from the 17th of May until the 21st um, to... Pluto in your first house. So it does feel like your family life and your home life is growing and expanding. Maybe uh, maybe uh, a new family member is being added to the family. Um, maybe you're moving into a new home or you're preparing to move into like a different a different neighborhood, maybe even a different country. But you do seem to be quite fearful of the, um, let's say, how should I call it? Of how much this abundance, prosperity, expansion, and, and set of opportunities in terms of your home and family life, how much it's asking you to change 
the way you saw yourself and to change from an identity perspective. Jupiter does bring abundance. Jupiter does bring prosperity most of the times. Um, or let's put it this way. It brings the promise of prosperity. Many times we have to like... Uh, capitalize on those opportunities in order to see results but there could be quite a bit of fear and there could be quite a bit of uh, psychological resistance towards moving in this um moving towards this exciting new chapter home home wise family wise living situation wise um because it may feel like the old you as you know yourself is probably going to go through a metaphorical death, so to speak. So there can be a little bit of like fear of transformation around this time, or it could feel like the transformation is quite overwhelming, very big and very kind of like um, psychologically intense, I want to say, uh, Aquarians. I do want to flag that Mars, uh, which is, by the way, going to enter your seventh house of relationships from the 20th of May until the 10th of July, uh, people might be a little bit more impatient with you, um, especially partners. Um, uh, they could kind of like say things that trigger you. Uh, they might uh, come across as more um, assertive. I don't want to say aggressive in their speech, especially life partners and um, and business partners. I I, I dare I dare say uh, they could also um, kind of like push you to move quickly and fast, faster than you're comfortable uh, uh, to move faster than your regular pace of movement in terms of getting things, uh, getting things done. Um, Mars is going to oppose Pluto in your first house on the 21st of May, and it's active also the day before the day after. Um, there could be some huge power clashes here. Uh, with partners, um, both uh, life partners and business partners. I wouldn't be surprised if you had like a huge falling out with a boss around this time. Also, you could also become very consciously aware of who one of your hidden enemies uh, is not so hidden anymore. <laughs> now it's like, no, they are uh, out into the open and you see them as an adversary and they seem to challenge you quite, quite a bit. Careful not to get into like little full-on uh, physical fights on this day because there is a possibility for this to happen and uh, you could uh, feel very aggressive and you could feel very stressed and angry and frustrated. Also um, on the road in traffic, uh, especially on the 21st of May, but also the day before and the day uh, after. Um, 22nd until the 26th of May, Mars is going to square Jupiter and um, the nodal, um, the nodal axis. What do I see here? Um, I see you uh, being very clear on who you need to set stronger boundaries uh, with in your life. It could be a partner, it could be a sibling, it could be an open adversary. In order for you to accomplish what you have set out to accomplish both in your private life as well as in your career um, in your career sector, it could also feel like you are being uh, incredibly challenged by a partner, um, a business partner or a life partner when it comes to um, reorganizing and restructuring your professional life and your home and family life. It could also feel like you're facing someone with a very strong ego that is saying, nope, I will not let you do what you want to do um, work-wise or in terms of your home and family life. And you may need to take a little bit of distance and look at the whole thing very, very objectively because the other person is very kind of like inflamed. And if you get into a scuffle, if you get into like that inflammatory state as well, um, it could get, it can get ugly. So do employ that um, 
Aquarian objectivity and detachment around this uh, around this time, uh, my lovelies. Pisces, Pisces suns and Pisces risings. What does uh, May look like for uh, for you? 5th of May, week before, week after, we've got a lunar eclipse activating your axis of traveling and studies. So this could be a time when you complete uh, your studies, when you reach a milestone moment in terms of studies. Um, you could graduate, you could hand in your final thesis. Um, you could also feel like your, your knowledge is being tested. And this is a time when you... Um, when you receive confirmation as to whether you know uh, and you uh, you have an idea in terms of what you're what you've what you've been learning and what you're talking about or not really so you could become aware of what more you need to learn around this time um symbolically this could feel like a time when you release an old uh set of beliefs and an old life philosophy it may feel like that is crumbling it's kind of like falling apart and it is time to look at the world from a different perspective on a very practical uh level this could be the time when you hear news connected with exams, but also news connected with foreign lands, foreign countries, um, legal issues or judicial issues. Um, also news connected with green cards, visas and things of that uh, of that nature. This could feel like a peak, uh, a, a culminating moment. Mars is going to nicely aspect Uranus, uh, which is why I believe that the news is probably going to be surprising, but good overall. Um, it might require you to take some more kind of like action in terms of submitting some paperwork, uh, maybe in terms of moving fast in order to capitalize upon the news, but it does seem to bring like a nice surprise, this, um, this eclipse. Uh, this could also be a time when it's very clear to you what you want to learn moving forward that is going to make you happy, I'd, uh, I'd say. This could be a time also when you um, decide to change your car or your car falls apart and you have to change it. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a possibility. The eclipse could come with some, uh, with some expenses. Um, the eclipse is squaring Jupiter, which is why I believe um, it's going to... My apologies, Mars is squaring Jupiter, the dispositor of the eclipse, which is why I believe this eclipse might come with some... Um, financial expenses, uh, possibly also expenses connected with traveling. If you are traveling around this time, you could have some very, very important epiphanies about the meaning of life. I want to say you could also plan an important trip around this time. And even if you don't necessarily realize it at that at that very moment, um, it could be a trip that changes your view of the world. It could be a trip that kind of like challenges your current life philosophy and determines you to look at your life from a different perspective, I'd, I'd say. Um, Venus uh, is going to transit your fifth house from the 7th of May until the 5th of June. I like this because this is prime time to, um, uh, to enjoy yourselves Pisces together with a romantic partner, to go out on dates, to have fun, and to share the pleasure of life with someone who you like to share it. Uh, with such as um, let's say not just a romantic partner it could also be it could be siblings for uh, for instance it could be someone who's been going through a hard time such as a friend um, this is generally considered to be a very romantic time Venus transiting the fifth house uh, it's also a 
great time for creative endeavors, especially creative endeavors that involve writing, speaking, communication. And if you're studying or, or um, writing anything, the process seems to be a very kind of like sweet one. And if you need any help and support from someone else, you're probably going to get it, my, uh, my lovely Pisces. Um, if you've got kids, this can also be a time when you get along very, very well and you enjoy uh, tremendously the time spent with your children, a very sweet time in connection with children. I also like the 13th of May because Venus is trining Saturn and Pisces in the um, in the first house. It feels like you you're you're reaching a place where you really appreciate and value yourself. And there's uh, there's the sense of you giving yourself a great deal of grace and um, self love on this uh, on this day, even if it didn't necessarily feel very easy to do that. You could also accomplish something very tangible by utilizing your creative ideas and your imagination. It could feel like a very important day uh, in, in, in terms of accomplishments from a creative um, perspective. If you are involved in anything creative in your life or if you have any sort of creative outlet, my dear Pisces. Mercury goes direct uh, on the 15th of May uh, after three weeks uh, in your third house. So delays on the road, uh, miscommunication with siblings or colleagues, um, maybe feeling like you're not necessarily making yourself understood that well. That is coming to a close. That is coming to an end. Uh, also revisiting, reviewing, uh, revising old um learning or studies material, uh, which you might have done throughout the period of, of Mercury being retrograde, that seems to come to an end as well around uh, around this time. If you are waiting for, for uh, someone to buy something from, from you, or if you're looking to purchase something, and maybe you felt like you just couldn't find that perfect, I don't know, sofa for the house or that perfect kind of like object for your house or maybe the perfect gift for your partner, um, it could feel like, yes, finally, 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 you found it or things are getting much easier. Communication with the partner is likely to improve as well. And you're likely to feel on the same page once uh, once again, including business partners, I, uh, I want to say. This can also be the 15th of May, a very, very romantic day from an intimacy perspective. If you want to surprise someone with a romantic dinner, it's probably going to land very, very, very well, very hot, very sexy. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Jupiter, the great benefic, uh, 16th of May until the last week of May of 2024 is going into your third house. This is a year of expansion in terms of um, broadening your, your, your skills that can be put into practice in a very concrete way. You may feel inspired to uh, embark upon a new course of studies, to join a class, to join a course. Um, you may also also feel inspired to learn something new that allows you to communicate better and that allows you to communicate in, in a different manner, in a professional environment. And if you do feel inspired to do that, I'd recommend that you follow that inspiration because it's probably going to lead to your advancement professionally. Some of you might start uh, learning a new language in some shape or form. And for those of you who have siblings, it may feel like there's, there's a sense of growth and opportunity and abundance coming into the life of your siblings throughout this, uh, throughout this, uh, this period. You may also learn how to connect better with your body throughout this period, my dear Pisces, um, through food, nutrition, exercise, and really kind of like coming back to your senses, I, I want to I wanna say. You could also start teaching someone in your life um, 
something that you feel very strongly about throughout this period. And that seems to reinforce also your confidence in yourself and your, your optimism in terms of what you're here to do in this, um, in this lifetime, my dear, uh, my dear Pisces. You could also, in the next year, end up buying a new car, just as a little bit of an FYI, putting it out there. I know I've mentioned it in the past. Uh, this may be a theme that comes to your attention also around the 19th of May, uh, three days before, three days after, when you've got a new moon in your third house. So new beginning in terms of transportation, but also new beginning in terms of studying. Uh, the new moon is very nicely aspected to Mars in your fifth house. So whatever it is that you're starting to learn and study, it does feel like you're enjoying it, you're excited about it, it revitalizes you, it gives you energy and, and you feel passionate about it. You could also start writing something around this time. Um, for those of you who are in, in, in a space where uh, you can write and you can utilize your voice in that in that manner, you can also express yourselves uh, and communicate a message and start communicating a message in a very creative way around this time. For instance, through um, photography, just to give uh, just to give an example. One thing about Jupiter, however, is that from the 17th of May until the 21st of, uh, of May, it's going to square Pluto in your 12th house, uh, if you are starting to learn something new, if you are starting to write something, if you are starting to drive a new car, I would recommend not going overboard and doing too much too quickly and too much too soon because you may hit a little bit of a wall and you may also feel like you're struggling from a mental health perspective. You may also feel like in order to learn this new thing, to study this new thing, to... um develop this new set of skills, you have to face one of your deepest fears, fears of a psychological nature, and you may uh, face your shadow as, uh, um, as a result, and you could encounter some resistance, I want to say, um, from the 17th until the 21st of May, um, if you are traveling in a car especially, but also by train uh, or by bus, there could be like a sudden thing that blows up, I'm thinking here of like a tire or something like that from a very practical perspective. So I would allow for more flexibility in terms of reaching your uh, your destination, so to, so to speak. Mars is going to enter your sixth house of health and work uh, from the 20th of May until the 10th of July. You're going to be very active uh, throughout this period work-wise. And um, in terms of health, you may feel like you've got a lot of energy that you want to spend. So a good way to use this energy is to go to the gym, go running, um, be very physically active, but careful not to do things too quickly and too much all at once, especially around the 20... Hmm around the 21st of May, also the day before the day after, because you don't want to crack a bone or something like that. You don't want to hurt yourself. There could be like a health-related incident around the 21st of May because you've tried to do too much too quickly, too fast, I, I want to say. This could also feel like a time when you have to spend um, money um, unexpectedly maybe um, on your health around the 21st of, of May. Uh, you can also have like an important kind of like clash at work with a work colleague because it feels like you have been almost, um, 
I mean, you could feel like you've been betrayed in some shape or form. I would be careful not to do anything too rash around this time because it may backfire and there could be undercurrents that you're not aware of, my dear Pisces, uh, at, this, uh, at this moment in time. Careful from the 21st of May until the 26th um, not to come across too tough and too strong when you are communicating your views and your opinions and your beliefs at work because it can backfire especially if you're communicating some very um strong beliefs um on topics of a religious political or cultural um topics of on, on cultural issues, I, I want to say. So if you believe very strongly in something political, careful how you word it and how you voice it because you don't want this to backfire and turn into like a big blow-up moment, like a, like, a, like a complete meltdown at work um, just because you, you kind of like said something that was very um, irritating or even insulting or triggered the wrong person i want to say so i would tread very carefully in terms of how you say certain things how you communicate certain things at work and and um i would be careful not to overstress myself physically throughout this period so especially from the 20th 21st of may until the 25th 26th of uh, of may thank you once again folks for uh, joining me for your uh, may horoscope i hope that this was useful it was a pleasure as always and let us know in the comments how may uh, goes for you you can find find me on my website which is written in the stars astrology.com 